0: on the i'll take you
1: for a ride
2: you go come abdul welcome back thanks for having me buddy back we- in the studio we were talking about uh people listening to you and the government and regulations i found out how to do something on my phone last night and, and i just did it Poseidon, there's a way on your phone on your android phone to um We'll eliminate all of the sensors, block them. I have all my sensors off. So, without my permission, like legitimately, the mic is not on. Uh, the camera, you have no access to it. They can't access my. They can't listen to me.
0: And this is an app that you have. That nope,
2: it's not an app. If so you so, what is
0: a part of your? Uh, yeah, Android if you go into system? the settings
2: in an Android and okay. you go into the uh, about, you go into the build number, you tap it five times, it goes into developer mode, and then once it's in developer uh, developer mode, go look at developer options. Okay, one of them is uh, you could turn a toggle to add it to your settings of sensors on or off. And that's what the sensors are. So I turn them off so that it doesn't follow me, it doesn't uh, listen to me, because normally it would give me ads. Like I'd say something like- Right,
0: yeah, no, for sure. I think I have mine off, but see, does it is it still going to do it? Because I think I've yeah. turned mine off.
2: Oh, no, but this is the, you have to go in the developer mode. You have to actually okay. make the device. I remember now. once
0: doing a thing that like, uh, I don't know, it was one of those like Facebook. Uh, th- it doesn't you know, work. Whatever. It was like, oh, if you, your phone is listening to you, go in your settings and change this and that. And, and then I still saw ads. So I, I still like, saw this ads. doesn't make sense. So,
2: this is the only thing I found that yeah. so far has been a day because Uber Eats kept pinching me too. Every time I would say, "Hey, I'm hungry," you. Know, I would get a notification within a minute wow. of, "Have you tried this?" I'm like, "Okay, this it's is so
0: gross." Yeah, I don't even know why we have phones. Like, just get rid of the 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 whole like like just I could do the flip phone. I can go back with just a just a phone, like just a phone. That's all I need. I could go back in the sense that I only use it for work. All the extra shit, I know. But do you need it? Like, you can use a computer, like a laptop, to
2: check your emails and send. I could your- I don't want to. I could.
0: Why not? It's bigger. It's easier to see. You got the nice big keyboard. You can. Yeah. I, I like that for, why for editing. Why do like the phone? What we, is, it's just quick. Is, there, is, there, is it really quick? It's not that quick. Yeah, I could be walking ever, down like, the street. You load a fucking page on it and it takes forever.
2: Some pages. But it, if I'm walking down the street and someone sends me an email, there's a question. I reply right away. I know what it is. Bam, it's done. I don't have to think about it. Oh, I got yeah, to get to a computer. You, if you didn't
0: even have the phone, you wouldn't even know that they shot you a message. So I, you wouldn't even have to think about this it. This is
2: correct. However, sometimes it's timeliness is how you avoid losing gig. I I yeah,
0: I get that. But that's that's the problem with our world today is we're all like on edge just like oh, I gotta i I'm not gonna lose it, I'm gonna not get it. Right. Somebody it's that fear of missing out, that whole that's the whole thing. The whole reason of having a phone. It's poison, though. It's it is crazy. Because if you feel like even I try, like I'll delete my apps and I'm like, I don't want anything to do with this. And like within like five hours, I'm like, fuck, maybe just Twitter. Let me yeah. put it back on there. And the then, most and toxic then they, one. And then you're like, oh, yeah, there was a, and there's like a, like sometimes I watch like a city camp, my city council meetings there. They put they air them on Facebook live. So then I'm like, oh, fuck, city council meeting. and I go on. I'm like, ah oh, fuck, I don't have my Facebook app. So I got to download the Facebook app so I could stream it onto my TV and.
2: Wait, how fun they are those you. city council meetings?
0: The best decision I've ever made in my life. Watch every one of them. I don't even know which town anyone lives in, but man, are they uh, they're fun. Like watching these city council meetings online, they're just like uh I got this one, uh one guy that's just like super passionate and he just like he argues with the mayor on everything. Now with there's a new mayor, so he he's he's cool with him, but the last mayor like and he would just like and Mom Monsieur Miles Pizzi Questio and like he just goes off on these tangents like he's like he feels like you can tell like he feels like a Martin Luther King when he talks. Like he's like he thinks like everything he's saying means the world. Yeah. But he's also a very sweet guy and you can tell he really cares. And a lot of the times he legitimately is like grilling the mayor on he's real correct. shit. Yeah, he is right. But it's just funny the way he talks. Like, man, I get a kick out of this guy. I love watching him.
2: You need people like that and you need people that are you comfortable do. speaking on a public forum. Yeah. You know we take that for granted, people like you and I.
0: Yeah, I think so like when a lot of people go I don't know how you do it you go up there and you talk to people and yeah like,
2: and even on shows or I like if I tell someone the they have an issue I think I feel yeah and I tell yeah. them just go deal with it just tell them he's like oh how am I gonna say I can't say in front of people right. what are you talking about yeah it's, you have an issue but most people don't they can't get up in front of a public forum and be like alright listen mayor you're, right. being, you're being a cocksucker what yeah. are you doing they can't do that right <laughs> They can't do that. they the like, being a cop. They, 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 not everyone I, can do I, that. I, I have if, it's, it's, if I have a minute, I, I would like. To, and then no one understands. You're like, mm-hmm. ah, fuck this buffoon. It's just it's not innate in everyone.
0: Yeah, and I I mean I get it sometimes if I'm not like in my in my domain. I don't know what it is about stand up. I just feel like I'm in control. I feel like I enjoy being up there with a the crowd. When there's yeah. a crowd, I'm okay. When it's just like you know, the Zoom these, shows weird. all these Zoom shows are get are weird. Like I can't. I haven't done. Uh, too many this year. I, I I just can't. I don't like it. I can't do yeah, it. Either. It's just I did one. I think we talked about it. I can't do it. They just like they're irritating. Uh, to to be able to to tell your jokes to nobody and just hopefully they're listening and getting what you're saying and then I don't know. I don't enjoy that. That's, I don't enjoy the Zoom. That's what we have.
2: This. That's what we have. The podcast. But like you said before we started, and I can't. I wish you were wrong, but I think you're right. What's that? There's gonna be crackdowns. I don't think we're gonna be able to do this freely. for... Yeah. Our, forever or at least in the foreseeable future.
0: I don't think so either. Cause there's just too many people saying things that they don't want you to say and, yeah. and being able to, and it just doesn't make sense. Cause if you think about it, how many people made money, like so much money off of the internet, like on their own, like with their own YouTube channels and their own whatever Twitch. it is. Yeah. Twitch, whatever it is, whatever, if it's, it's not even controversial or not, it's just uh, like a boom of a lot of people having a lot of money and control to do whatever they want. There's no more like oversight, right? They don't nobody, like that. Right. They don't like that. It's like a network, right? A network wants to be able to have oversight and say what goes on their network, Yeah, you know, but when you give someone like, you know, you give people the access of YouTube, the years where there was no like uh, oversight or telling people you can't, you know, there was no taking any videos down that was the the heyday, but now they're, they're starting to realize, okay, we're going to have to slowly crack down and turn this into like a network, like NBC or CBS. Like, you know, we, are not going to allow anything on here. You know, I think that's where it'll eventually go the way that they're, they're setting up. And then also countries too. Like every country has their own rules. Like that's why even, I wonder if that's why they have that advertising thing. Like, you, you know, like sometimes you can't catch a movie in the States or uh, a TV show, you like can't watch it in the States or you can't watch it in Canada. And they always play that card. we are like, well, because the advertisers bought it for the U.S. and we didn't sell advertising for Canada, so we don't show it in that, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. in that market. But you're like, really, is that what it is? Or is it just that you want to keep it? You're trying to control your narrative for your country, and then you don't want the narrative to get out of whack for whatever you're portraying to your people of your country. I think
2: it's a bit of both. There are also deals. Like when they do distribution definitely, deals, in- there definitely is, yeah. So no, Canada we didn't work you can anything sell ads out. in
0: other countries, so yeah. you go, oh, we didn't sell them in Canada, so we'll hold off, and then. But it seems like a lot of it too is to hold the narrative of you know what's going on in your own country, because anyone around the world could say whatever they want in their country, but then you know it's kind of like how China or other countries control the narrative of what's coming in. They don't like. Well, that's it, what they want to do here. It, yeah, that's would eventually. Well, it makes sense. That's what every. It, it, it's that's what, what every totalitarian it's what they've done throughout throughout yeah. history, you know, radio, television. It's always been controlled. It's not like a free for all, you know. You can't just get out. I mean, even in the U.S., you can still you can get like a sat like a a radio station, apply for it and get a satellite, but you're still gonna have the government that's gonna regulate you. And if you say anything that you can't say, you'll get fined or
2: except right now on satellite radio I think in the. US you still can't find them they're not they don't satellite radio yeah it was they don't I fall say, yeah. under the FCC regulations that's the problem it's satellite is that why
0: terrestrial it's sat- they yeah. call it yeah
2: yeah it's not terrestrial it's, not, it's the same yeah. thing in Canada that's why they're pushing on controlling the internet because obviously we don't have our own sa- we're, we're on SiriusXM. XM we don't have like a Canadian only satellite right. radio but we have the internet right so now Canada w- was used to having the government be implicated in the arts yeah. in media yeah yeah It makes them nervous. That's why Trudeau was trying to pass that bill to control what's on the internet and to try to take down uh, online broadcasters, meaning me or anyone who's broadcasting on YouTube, is because they're not used to not being able to fully control the narrative. Because all the TV stations are bought. Right. They're all bought by the government. They they get fucking millions or billions, depending on who who we're talking about, of money from the government. So they can't speak ill. You know, like the, the way they, oh, they get that. their paychecks yeah, 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 yeah. is from that guy. So if yeah. that guy's, uh, if that guy kills a kid, they're not going to be the first ones out to be like, this guy killed a kid. They're going to sweep it under the rug. It's strange the rub.
0: that they do, yeah. When I was on 22 Minutes, I did that a lot. Like, I didn't think it was like that because when I used to watch the show on when CBC. I was a kid, yeah, yeah, it used to be very, like, uh, they would take down politicians. But then well, when Which I, ones, yeah. Well, that's it. But when I got there, I even did, like, uh, the conservative convention in Calgary one episode, and, and uh, I was, like, just- Cracking jokes, trying to chasing them down. They didn't want to talk to me, and I'd like run after them. Like, I'm hey, sorry, and they're like running through doors. But I just kept like I grilled them, and I remember coming back, and the showrunner was like, "It's funny, but uh, it's a little mean. No, like you're really like you're really like uh, you're taking it out on them." And I go, "Fuck! They're muzzling scientists. They're cutting funding to everybody that did good, the healthcare sector, everything, and you're just." And so what, what would you want to be nice to them? Like, I don't understand it, yeah. but it's because they pay the bills, right? They give you funding, you know, the government in power gives the CBC funding every year. So they don't want to really, you know, piss them off too much. You kind of want to keep them in your back pocket. And that's why now they keep it more in the sense of like, oh, one of them's running for mayor or, or running for, you know, prime minister, let's have them on and we'll Well, let's go down a snowbank together or let's uh, play in a ball pit or I hate this shit. They do more fun activities as opposed to like, "Ah, so I uh, saw you cut uh, funding to single mothers. And uh, what was that about? And you gave it to your buddy who owned a company. And, you know, you can't do that stuff because then they'll be like, well, you're being mean. You're really, you know, you're you're grilling them. And it's like, well, isn't that the fucking point, you know, to be a political satire show and like take down people when they're doing
2: stuff that isn't. To the public standard, when you know? I mean, that was the whole idea of... But we understood it. So that means there's a generation right now after us that doesn't get it because they've never been exposed to it. So they might not know... Because I'm fully aware that title doesn't dictate behavior. Politicians are human beings. They're all fallible. So I don't expect them to be divine people. Mm -hmm. It's normal to see them make mistakes and to be shitty people and for me to not like them. But the way they're trying to kind of filter everything out it's like a it's like these chicks on instagram that only use filters and you never see the real them right it's kind of like that so we see these politicians the people will believe they're benevolent leaders oh right yeah
0: because you don't really tell them what they're doing behind the scenes that isn't right
2: and then it becomes what it is now a cult How can I go against him? He's never done wrong. Right, yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's almost like if they play a certain narrative, you can't go against them because then people go, well, well, why? Because they're progressive that you're taking them down? You're like, no, because they did a lot of unprogressive things. Yeah, they're very regressive. Yeah, they're not progressive at all, but they just, yeah, people don't, uh, once they portray themselves as that figure... They just automatically, the general public assumes that's who they are. Don't touch them. Yeah. They're sacred cows, as they call them.
2: And that's what we always the go against. Sacred cow. Sacred you got to take
0: down the sacred cow. Yeah,
2: they're making it illegal to take down the sacred cow. I, I, I notice now with, with even Rogan, they're in a weird spot because even though they're they're mad at him, right? he has so much influence. And even monetarily, Spotify is making so much money off Rogan. Yeah, they can't certain. even. They're like, is it worth it? I mean, he's not wrong. They're mad, but this is how we're going to thrive. Right. And it's
0: just like uh, well, we were talking about it before we started recording, and that's what I, I mentioned the fact with like guys like how people have that conspiracy with like Lenin, right? They killed him because he had too much influence. John I mean, Lennon. John Lennon. Yeah,
2: let's 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 make sure we know what Lennon we're talking about. Uh,
0: but that's why it makes me like wonder, like what was his influence numbers, right? Like what was he at before they decided he had a lot of to, to kill him, like he had a lot of they... Instagram followers. <laughs> yeah. Like what what was his following at that at that moment in time, and especially back then too. Like how did he? He was huge. He didn't have like I guess it was the news that just loved him like I mean there was no social media how the hell tabloids did he, tabloids um,
2: yeah.
0: yeah yeah the news the news the media, talk like, shows yeah, yeah, you know you go on those everyone so loved him gave him of a his platform music. but I guess like what was the what was the reason that people say they killed him like I mean why don't you just take the why don't they go after the media companies that were giving him. All that, but I just wonder what his numbers were that he was. I don't influencing. think they, they killed. Him. Like I don't think. Or it, who's they? I guess is the first question.
2: I bu- I could believe that a, a crazy fan killed him because people are fucking nuts, mm-hmm. and you get crazy fans, and
0: that's what I think ultimately did happen. But, but it yeah. would
2: not surprise me if we find out in a couple of years, like JFK, that it was orchestrated because this guy was talking a lot of shit. Right. Yeah. It, you get to a level where you talk enough shit and you have enough influence. Yeah. They won't ignore you anymore. They're going to find a way to silence you. And right. it could be it could be threats. It could be violence. Right. It could just be, all right, look, you're saying this and this about us. We're not saying you're wrong. However, this is what we're going to show everyone. If well, you keep talking and then he sees something that they shouldn't know or yeah. like all right, uh, I'm retiring. Because a lot of people that just go silent. You ever noticed that? There's
0: always, yeah, 100%. There's always, like, a reason for something that uh, takes... I mean, well, uh, that that was that big thing with Cosby that... I mean, I don't want to talk about Cosby, but that's uh, ultimately there was a lot of people that said that, too, that he was at the point of a... Like, he was about to buy NBC, NBC or something. Yeah. And that's when, like, everyone... Uh, and, hey, man, you know what? Conspiracy theory... That's not to take away if he did whatever he did, but conspiracy theories, man, we used to think we're, like... You're crazy. They're now coming now true. They're all coming true. Like, I remember people like saying everyone in Hollywood's a pedophile, and everyone would be like, What are you crazy, man? They're not all pedophiles. And now you're like, Oh my God, they really are all pedophiles. <laughs> And like I, I mean, I was in LA, and you see stuff, man. You see like really young girls with like really wealthy looking dudes, and you're like, holy crap, this is this is this is real. I think, and, and a
2: lot comes out too. You have a lot of people that speak out about, the yeah. And now state, it's all coming out. Yeah, people got
0: caught and stuff like that. So it's definitely it's real. What was the other ones? There's like, yeah, there's a lot of them that that ended up being real, you know. And people would call you crazy if you if you said anything about it. Well, at the beginning of Just of, of
2: this. There was the whole talk about the build back better, the great reset. Right. And every time you use those terms, they like stop making stuff up. It's all. And yeah. the World Economic Forum now this week was blatantly using those terms, talking yeah. about the great reset, talking about the redistribution of wealth. Yeah. But the redistribution of wealth isn't in the communist uh, way that they, they said, right? They, the myth they sell people, right. which is to the smaller classes. It's redistributed from the middle to the elites and they call themselves the elites. I'm not the one making, I don't consider them elites, but they call themselves elites. So then there's no more middle class. You can't own anything. Yeah. It's not, they said you you won't own anything and you'll love it. You won't own anything and you have no fucking choice because the the only game in town now is the main big industries. You have McDonald's, Starbucks, Walmart, all the biggest people, players and all the mom and pop shops are closed. Yeah. So since you're in that rat race, you can only work for Amazon. There's no way of you to escape your class which means your entire life, your kid's life, you're basically a modern-day slave. Yeah. You can't start a business. I mean,
0: it seems like it's going that way just in everything. Everything's a subscription-based now. Everything's like you don't even... Like, you can see the commercials now on TV. Like, I was, it made me laugh because it's not even like, uh, hey, you cook dinner, and there's some great ideas, and we can help you. It's like, it's always like a distraught millennial who's like, I'm so tired. Life is so hard. Yeah. I wish I could just call somebody, and poof, food's available. Yeah. And then, boom, and that happens. And they're like, hello, fresh. And then everyone's all happy now. It's like, is that and a lot normal? of what you buy is poison. Well, is that normal, though, that we're advertising to our generation of, like, aren't you just fucking so tired, and life just has you by the balls, and you're so tired, maybe you should order from our great company, you know, we're the great ones, we're not making you feel like a piece of shit. What, weird, why not
2: learn how to make an omelet Nah, that's complicated exactly right no
0: order from us we'll deliver it right to your door it's already you know like and it oh, really like why is is that your advertising purpose like if that's if that's where we're at i think the world's fucked right yeah, it's if dystopian. we're all if we're all exhausted that we can't make a salad you know that you got to order like the ingredients and it comes in a box and then you just pour it all in a bowl it's like why couldn't you just fucking go to the grocery store and buy that shit yourself you know well c- for make many, sense. number one,
2: because it's dangerous. <laughs> your neighbors are gonna yeah, give you your neighbors are gonna give you an illness. You see, I'm, I'm avoiding saying certain things so we don't get taken down right away because I know how this algorithm works. But your dangers are uh, your your enemies are danger. I don't know. You have I, to I, isolate yourself. You gotta be closed. Come on, dude. People are carriers, bringers of death. Well, you can go to the store, but it's just I, I think the whole you look, can go to specific stores. Some stores uh, more yeah. dangerous than others, apparently. Yeah. Also, yeah. it's more dangerous when you're out at certain times of the day or at night. Sometimes you can be out, it's fine. You go out past these curfew hours and it's super dangerous. It's it, going to get you. I, so you start I, it, believing <laughs> in nonsense. You're scared of everything. Yeah. You're tired. You're tired emotionally, physically. Yeah. Of course, you're going to be like, God, ah, I just yeah. put on my credit card.
0: Yeah. But I don't think, like, I think, I, I know what the. Uh, what the government's doing with all these stupid rules, they're stupid, but it's because our our hospitals, we, our healthcare system sucks. Oh, that's, that's, they're the
2: ones who didn't take care
0: of it. Yes, you're right. But that's what they're trying to like navigate through. It's, it's dumb that they're lying to the public because if they just said that, then people would go, okay, I get it. Everyone try not to get sick. Nobody try to end up in the hospital because the hospital systems are weak as shit. But because they're politicians and like, business minded. Well, you they know why they think of like how to redirect it or read Well, it's not that the hospital system shit, it's that the 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 nurses are tired. You're like, yeah, yeah, "No, yeah.
2: it's because you're not paying them you enough what... and there's not enough nurses." Yeah, you know why they're tired? <laughs> Cuz there's two nurses doing the job of 10. Exactly. But you know why they can't say that? Cause... Because then it makes
0: them look like they're doing a shit job, they which say, they are.
2: People will ask. They're gonna be like, "Wait a yeah. second.
0: Why did you only hire two nurses to so do Well, how 10? did
2: Wait, so you haven't put any new money into this for a decade? Yeah. Where did my money go? Because didn't you raise taxes? Didn't you say, I got to pay for this? Didn't you say, I got to pay for that? Where did that money go? And then they're like, uh... So just not, reposition it in not the sense this yacht. that yeah it definitely didn't go into my plane. yeah
0: reposition it that it's our problem like yeah. you know it's everyone else's fault like you know you don't get sick you could it's really the nurses are tired it's you know <laughs> like it's your fault that you got sick that the nurses <laughs> it's like no it's your fault that you didn't fucking invest in the healthcare system earlier on to help those nurses they were already tired yeah. they were tired before you go to the hospital before covid it was oh sorry they've been I, ti- they've go been in the hospital before fine. anything they've been tired of my shit for years I'll tell you that much it, it's been been, it's been like, yeah, it's always been hectic, right? Yeah. It's always been like nuts. And you see like nurses doing way more. Man, I remember when I was hospitalized in like 2012, 11, something like that. And just, I would go, you go to, I mean, anyone who's been in the hospital, you go to bed like while you're in the hospital. The same nurse that was there when you go to bed is there in the morning when you wake up and they're still working like another five, six hours till like lunch. You're like, don't you have a family? Like, what do you do? They work so many hours. like And I they, know they guilt them. You know that, right? So yeah. you show
2: up at work. Yeah. There's only one other nurse. You're supposed to be 10. Right, yeah. There's no, fuck, I quit this job. and leaving. There's uh, laws against that if you're in the healthcare system. Yeah. You can't just be like, really? You guys didn't hire anyone? Or you guys right. didn't call one? Fuck you guys. You can't do that. Yeah. So they're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so no then they're choice. just running around. Yeah. And then they wonder, like, why are these bitches so mad? <laughs> well, you'd be pissed off too.
0: Yeah, I know. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh and again we've it's it's two years they could have invested at at the top. They could have It's like, been over realized. ten years.
2: That's that's it's that's, been a it has long to do with time. This. It's, yeah, been, it's
0: been a long time that the healthcare system has been pretty bad. But that's why they put these dumb rules and then they go off. That's why
2: I love the internet. I saw people post a lot of news yeah. videos from eight years ago, six years ago of the flow season. Uh uh hospitals are crowded Please, you know it's over the same shit they're saying now right. and all the deaths yes same thing was happening years ago yeah. with the flu every single year but they, they they try to brainwash us into forgetting all that yeah. so not only has the healthcare care system been shit for a long time here the flu has been fucking dangerous for a certain demographic of society yeah forever yeah forever i didn't know until this started i had no idea people die from the flu yeah and
0: that makes you wonder too it's like where where do you go like how does this keep happening like what like how do we move forward like how do we like get out of this funk of going every winter now we're just gonna lock ourselves indoors and not be able to go anywhere like how do you get out of this is it gonna be maybe the elderly and the vulnerable have to stay in but that's how it should be
2: why would everyone it it doesn't make it
0: it should have been yeah when you're in danger
2: when you're in danger uh you have to take care of people in danger like let's say if you exactly yeah If people threaten to assassinate you, there's a fatwa on you, okay? Okay. They they put a fatwa on Abdul because, look, it could happen. There's definitely a fatwa on me. (laughs) So if they put a fatwa on you and you're in danger and you live in, I don't know, Alberta. Yeah. I live here. We do our podcast together. We know each other. Be- I'm like, yo, he's in danger. They want to kill him. He's wearing a bulletproof vest. I'm not going to start putting on a bulletproof vest because they want to kill you in Alberta. It doesn't make any sense. Right. It's not going to help yeah, you. Yeah. I'm going to stay in my house. Why? Because in Edmonton, they're trying to kill Abdul. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Are you fucking insane? What are you talking about? And that's what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay in. Why? Because people in old folks' homes might die if they get, are you going to an old folks' home?
0: Yeah. Well, it, yeah. Yeah it sucks it sucks that we all got kind of uh kind of like uh, cradled like i'm gonna shut down page. my business
2: i'm not gonna you know my kids aren't gonna have any money it's gonna be hard paying their school because right. someone come on guys, yeah. it's
0: crazy why well, I, I think that's where they got to come to it at the end it's i, I it's i wish i can hit a fast forward button on this see whole how it thing. ends yeah i just want to see how it ends like i don't even
2: i think with first- a whimper <laughs>
0: For the first year, I don't even think, like, I gave a shit about anything other than, like, I just want to see how this ends. Like, I honestly didn't even, I didn't even want to, like, do anything. I didn't even want to go out. I didn't want to do it because we're like, you could die. You could get sick. And I'm like, all right, I'll just stay indoors and I'll watch TV and I'll just, like, wait for this to end. That's what they want, though. That's what they want. And want you to just wait for it to end. Stay it's like, in, when is it ending, consume, man? Uh, grow your debt. Yeah, it's a lot And just of, be
2: satisfied with that. I'm telling you right now, that is not life. Right.
0: Well, a lot of people just yeah live off debt. Just live like literally live like they live their life off of debt. I didn't I didn't know this, but I'm sure a lot of you should probably have like a business guy who knows like debt properly.
2: Yeah, dude, we had talked about this. I actually had statistics once.
0: People like uh, buy a house just so they can like take mortgages out on their house. As a house rises in value, you just keep, so you don't even need money. You just go, well, I'll take it. All right, the house went up another 50 grand this year. I'll take that. I'll take that 50 grand, put it in my pocket.
2: Yeah, but then <laughs> you're you like, always in a
0: vicious circle. I knew a guy. Well, you die, you don't have anything, right? Which, I mean, who cares? Unless you're leaving, you want to leave it to somebody.
2: I knew a guy who was always at zero. Uh, well, at zero, he was minus. But what he would do is the way the winter months would work here, he would take the same type of loan. For his business, uh, at one point in the year, live off that because there was nothing yeah. for like six months. Make money back, pay off that loan. Right. Three months later, take back the same amount because then business right. was down. So he would only make money for three months, but he always be at zero at the end of it. He wasn't saving it. Okay. It was just like a right, vicious yeah. cycle. Just living off of yeah. But most consumers, most regular people, me like actual, it's uh, they're always in the minus.
0: Yeah, because we're trying to live the life that they told us of, like, just save your money, work. But you can't. And, yeah, you can't. The yeah. way
2: the way you get paid, the, the way the taxes are set up, uh, the cost of things going up without your wage going up, yeah. it's impossible. So people yeah, are know, like, hold yeah. on a second. Like, I'm trying everything. I'm trying to eat well. I can't eat well and pay for it because right. the way – co- what it costs for me to eat well – Yeah. I can't afford it. It's either this or the rent. You get, so they put people in this weird bubble, so they get depressed, they get anxious, yeah. and then they blame people for being depressed and anxious. Right? Like, why are you depressed? Why don't you just get a job? We're like, I have three. I have yeah. three jobs. I have three jobs. Sir, two kids. It's impossible. Like, it, it's it's Dude, fucked when up. I was with living you. in
0: California, I couldn't believe seeing people who have jobs and they're just, and they're homeless. Like, they actually live on the streets. Like, I talked to uh, the lady that would clean our apartment. Like, uh, she told me herself that she had friends that she worked with at her other job that lived in a tent. Like they they found a little area that they could set up a couple tents and they all live together and help each other. And they just live in their tents outside and they work jobs, but it's the only way they can save money. If they don't, they can't save money. So they would live in tents and one would go to work and they'd help, they'd watch your tent while you're at work. And then they'd come back and watch your tent. You go to work and they, they created this system so that they can somehow save money while living in this city in California. It was in LA. It was, it was, I couldn't believe like, that's the hardest thing for me there was like seeing people like that. When you just see people like struggling so hard and I feel it, like you start feeling it like leaning on you. You're like, man, dude, I'm paying my, out my ass for rent. And, and like, I can't, I can't not get accosted when I leave the house. Like there's still going to be like some guy on the street that looks crazy or it's like, what are you paying for? After a certain point, you have to go, okay, I get the sacrificing to make it, you know, like everyone's like, oh, you got to sacrifice sleep on someone's couch. But until sometimes you, make you it. can't make it. Sometimes Dude, it's set up where you'll never make it. But that's it. It's it's gone. It's beyond that point. Like L.A. and that lifestyle of like, you know, struggling to make it doesn't exist. I don't think anymore. I think it's gone so far. Like L.A. used to be cheap to live. It used to be so cheap to live there. That's why artists used to go there and they'd all sleep on each other's couches or hang out during the day and create. Cause it was cheap to live there and you can create, but now everyone's working 20 jobs. They're all driving Uber at night too. And then they got, they have no, like, there's no creativity. Everyone's just draw, like driven to like, what does Snapchat want? What's uh what's TikTok looking for? Let me try and do something like for TikTok. And you're like, nobody's being really creative anymore. Everyone's just following what the algorithm wants. Yeah. It just felt like a shitty society to be a part of. Like you didn't feel creative. Felt like you were just working your ass off all the time to pay the rent, and hopefully not get mugged. And you don't want to get like you know your car stolen or broken into or anything. That's your life. Like and no matter where you live in the like, like I don't know California, Los Angeles area, it's all the same. You go to Venice Beach, there's homeless people everywhere. You're struggling. Rent's like three grand for a one bedroom. It's just it didn't make any sense to me the way society is going and that's like it starts usually there and it just kind of goes across the nation right that's how everything always happens and seeing it there you're like wow this is and it's coming i mean within 3 years i mean look at montreal you're already seeing uh, like homeless people on the streets rents are going through the roof and nobody can afford anything anymore it's it's like it's sweeping across everywhere i don't know how it ends that's what i that's like the part Again, where with, I just want to see how it ends. Well,
2: there's only two options, either with a whimper or with a bang. <laughs> so either we're getting nuked or it's going to end with a whimper where everything just collapses. I, I guess. I think it has to. It, it, I mean, I don't know. I
0: wish I wish there was like a really – I mean, is there anyone in the world that's smart enough to just know this already, like that they've how already – How it ends,
2: no, because you don't know what decisions we're going to make. Right. All we can tell is we that could know. We're heading down the wrong path. Mm-hmm. And we're not changing it. So locking people down, stopping regular people from being able to generate wealth and live and support their family and start their own business, blocking them and having a specific segment of society only have the power to do so seems to not be working. And you would assume, why would you even try that? On paper, it sounds like a bad idea to give rights to some people but not to others. And yet, because the people that are making the rules are the same people that are making the money, it doesn't affect them. So like right. what are you talking about? This is a yeah. great way to run things. Oh
0: yeah, they have no idea. I mean, just look at like Fr- Francois Legault who's like telling us like $600 for rent in a in Montreal or whatever. You're like, "Oh, in Quebec you can rent a place for 600." You're like, "What are you crazy?" Maybe a car. Dude, do you, they have no they're so out of touch. They don't know because they're all rich. So they don't know. Even like Trudeau when he's talking like he doesn't know what everyone else is going through. Yeah, exactly. Like, they don't care. They don't have to deal with that. They're all wealthy. So y- y- it makes you wonder like you're listening to them like tell you that they're going to help. And they're going to do all these things. Meanwhile, you're like, no, you're not, you don't get it. You don't understand what everyone else is going through. Cause if you would, you would have fixed it already. It's years that it's been like, man, since we got out of high school, I, I remember always being like, it, it can't, it, this can't be what it is. Like this can't be it. Right. Like everyone's working their ass off. And like, I remember my friends were all starting to buy houses and they, they were all like, they were so broke and they were just like, you couldn't even afford to go anywhere. We're like, hey, do you want to go like, or like a new video game would come out and be like, hey, you should get the new game. And they were like, ah, oh, I can't, man, fucking mortgage or whatever. And they're working like two jobs and trying to, you know, get everything going. And you're like, how does this end? Like, this doesn't make sense. There's a bubble, right? It's going to burst at some point but it's never burst yet. Like since we st- got into this game, it hasn't burst. And they've been telling us like since back then, like, you know, 2000, whatever w- they were telling you that it's going to, the bubble's going to burst. There's no way the housing is going to stay the same. It's going to come down. It never did. It only gone
2: up. Cause they keep adjusting the rules, right? To keep yeah, it, to make it easier
0: for people to buy houses. Yeah. So they won't stop. And now it almost feels like everybody who bought a house at the pandemic, like when the pandemic hit, it doesn't even feel like it's, I guess like a lot of regular people bought houses, but it feels like a lot of it's investments. Like really yeah. rich people had a ton of cash a or lot they of just investments, yeah. took money out because they have the ability to borrow and they just bought real estate. Yeah, And it just raised the price and now nobody could afford anything. It's, I mean, how does it end? Does it does it crash and everything goes down? Because if you think about it, look of like all you, everyone who retired and they had like budgets, right? They're like, well, I'm going to retire now. I'm 65 all I need is like $2,000 a month to live. My house is paid and everything. Now the price of everything is skyrocketed. You can't live off that same amount of money. And now you had, let's say you had 200 grand in your savings. Well, because of inflation, that's a hundred grand now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's not
0: worth what it was. So could you make it? And you're only 65. Now you got to go another, you know, like 20, well, 20 years, 20 years, yeah. you know, with what you have left in your savings. Like nobody thought that, you know they tell you save your money until so that when you retire you have some, but nobody tells you that the value of all your money when you get there could be worthless. Yeah. So
2: you're like, well, what the fuck,
0: man? Like, and I then saved- it's their
2: fault because they didn't invest in JPEGs of apes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They didn't know the NFT technology. Yeah. They didn't understand it. Bitcoin people were telling them they go, ah, I don't understand computers. Yeah. You know, and now you got three dollars left in your account and these all are people that work useless. their
2: ass off so that yeah everyone in society yeah. could have because it's all it's all an ecosystem right so yeah. all the people that work before us to make this possible we're right. screwing them over and we're laughing about it yeah by selling pictures of vaping apes <laughs> i mean what is it how does it end?
0: like even the the your your government pension you know is now worth less you know it made sense at the time when they were like oh well you're gonna get whatever a thousand dollars or something like for your you're like, oh, I'll budget it in there and I could figure it out. And now you're like, well, what is that? Like $200? That fucking doesn't help me, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need more than that, man. When gonna buy a carrot, I need yeah. some fuck. <laughs> like, you know, it doesn't yeah. make sense. I just don't know how that, that's what I mean. Like, how is it going to end? Like, it, there's got to come to a point, like either the, the people who retired, their money has to somehow, they have to get more money for retirement funds or, you know, like, how does it end? They're all going to just lose everything because their money that they saved is worthless now. Yeah. So it's it's a scary like future in a sense if 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 shit doesn't like kind of correct itself. But how can it correct itself? I don't understand because the two options well, that people got to bring are, down the inflation, so money is the same value. as We it can't
2: was bring down. Uh, no, I want to bring down the inflation, but we can't because the people that are in charge right now just keep printing money and throwing this fake currency at the problem, which isn't yeah. helping. So it's all the decisions that are being made so far go counter to the end goal that we're looking for right what's that the end goal that we're looking for is is uh nobody owns is stability right the end goal that we're looking for mm-hmm. is stability mm-hmm. right so people do own stuff they have the the buying power right yeah. the middle class gets stronger Comfort. that's what everybody always wanted yeah. in, in the modern world Everything that the governments are doing are bringing down the middle class yeah they're separating the gap they're making the gap larger yeah. so all the they're telling us one thing but everything they're doing is not helping that thing yeah it's doing the opposite so we're going further and further away from our goal and then we're sitting here like us now that we're talking about there's gonna be a lot of people who listen to this and like oh fuck i didn't realize yeah that's true we well, are getting further away from yeah. what they're promising imagine us. dude like you bought
0: a house like a house that if you would have bought it two years ago at the starting of the pandemic and it's like what did they said that went up like i don't know 30 percent or something yeah. since the pandemic that's crazy like, like okay so what do I buy a house now like i know it went up 30% so do i just jump in and go all right i got to take it now or is it going to burst and it, everyone going to lose everything or do i take the chance and go now and and now i have a ton of debt and like maybe it'll be worth uh, another 30% in 5 years and I'll win on this investment? And then what if it tanks? What if it tanks? I just lost everything? You know, like, I don't think these politicians understand the stress that the society, everyone else is living in, is going through. No one, they don't understand it. Because if you, if you're like somebody who wants to try and have a a decent life and a retirement at some point, uh, like at our age, like people who actually, who don't just live like, you know, well, I'll just buy this and order that and who cares and whatever. You're still trying to like, kind of keep your affairs in order, it's fucking stressful because nothing makes sense. When did you start working? At what age? Me, I started working. My first job, I I was uh, 12 years old. There you go. Yeah, my first job. I I, My first real
2: job was 15 yeah i'd say like i worked before that you know like a little like you know yeah stuff around that yeah. wasn't uh that was on the table but 15 i started officially working 12 i would work too but it wasn't as like a part-time it was you know I'd yeah help out i did it only in the
0: summers i did yeah. uh, i did it but yeah but 15, 15 i would do it too yeah
2: so i've been working for just over 20 years mm-hmm. just over 20 years i know people who finished world well, them who finished school they started working that have technically now they're getting ready for their retirement that have working hours that are less than mine. So yeah. at 35, I've been working for 20 years. Right. Let's, I say see I, you're saying, yeah. Yeah, let's say I work another, what, 20, 30 years? Yeah. So 50 years of working. And at the end of it, I could end up with absolutely nothing. Yeah. Even though I've been paying taxes the whole time. Yeah.
0: That's what's scary. Yeah. That's what's scary through this whole thing is like, we might not have a fucking retirement. Well, most
2: you know? 99% of people won't. The way, the
0: way it is now, won't. The way it won't. is now, yeah, it won't. And then again, a lot of people are working for themselves now, which again, so you don't have like a retirement, like mm. you would like, yeah, okay, you'll have in Canada, you'll have your government pension as long as you're paying your taxes, but- used to work for corporations or something like a good company that would give you benefits and they'd give you a good payout at the end and good. But even though they
2: always find reasons at the end to not give you that money. Well, a lot of people got screwed. Yeah. Yeah. A lot
0: of people got screwed. i like Montreal had the Northern telecom days. That was a big thing. Like Northern telecom was like a huge company that just failed in Montreal. Everyone had people work there. They had all their pensions just wiped out and everything It was a big deal, but that happened. So you know now everyone's working for themselves so you don't think unless you're saving it yourself which most people don't most people just go i gotta just pay and, and that's
2: it most people can't that's their thing that's they don't yet. have yeah. enough to save yeah, yeah.
0: so it, it does i don't know how it makes sense like where does it go like how does this all end for us you know i was at the i was at the body shop the other day for the car and the guy goes uh, there was like a guy at the counter and the late the girl behind the counter she's young and she was like uh He's like, oh, it's holidays. You got the week off. And she goes, no, I've been here since the whole thing. Like, in case there's an accident, I got to be here and watch. He goes, oh, you don't get holidays? And he was like an older guy, like maybe 70-something. He's like, you don't get holidays? And I was like, sir. Those are remnants of the past. <laughs> I go, your days, man. I'm like, enjoy your retirement, man. I go, me and her, we ain't getting what you got. And he's like, well, we we worked hard for it in our generation. I go, yeah, 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 yeah. you worked hard. Good. No, 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 they did. It. No, no, they did. They, they worked did. hard, but they're
2: not the ones who, f- they worked hard for us to have that. And then a couple of fucking uh, suit and tie people came in. And fucked it up yeah, for everyone else. Exactly. That's so it's an not to say they didn't work no, hard. No, that's an insult for them that they worked their whole yeah. lives. at the, Like the next generation, they're going to have it amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then a couple of people came in, fucked everything up. And yeah. you know what's crazy about the way the media works? They turn it around and they try to put the guilt and like the, the reason on the boomers. They go, oh, yeah. They're the ones who did everything. Yeah. And they go, these guys, they're the ones who fucked it up for you. Yeah. No, they didn't. Yeah. Oh, didn't. oh
0: you're so, oh, because you guys don't cook your own food. You go to, you order it on the thing. <laughs> well, aren't you watching the commercial? Look at the lady. She's exhausted. <laughs> she has like five jobs. She can't do it on groceries. Look, like, well, that's why you're spending too much. We're like, yeah, but we have no choice. Yeah. A you carrot costs $97. Yeah, you got to fucking pay for your greens and your vegetables now. They cost a fortune. Everyone's going bankrupt. It's just a crazy way of like, I don't know how it ends. It doesn't end. Is that the almanac thing from uh, uh, Back to the Future? It is.
2: Yeah. Sorry to cut. Get uh, yeah, I just, a, it, it was a gift. Span. It was a gift for uh very cool. for the studio by friend of the show, uh, fellow podcaster here on my network, uh, Guido Grasso, host oh, of the Intellectuals. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool. Uh, yeah, he brought us a gift for the studio. Yeah, that's a that's a cool little uh, memento on the wall there. Yeah, I have a. I like this. It's personal. I make it. I made, I made it feel homey.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, you need that. You need to, I don't feel want to be comfortable, comfortable, right? Yeah, you don't want it to be... Uh,
2: as long as know. I'm here and the government hasn't shut me down, I'm going to be comfortable until they shut me down. Then I got to go underground. Yeah, then you're going
0: to need their grant money to survive. So
2: I figured <laughs> something out. That someone messaged me. Actually, a few people wrote about it like on comments, at different videos, but someone messaged me and said uh, in French though, hey, how come you're one of the only comedians that are talking shit in Quebec about the government? And I thought everyone's talking shit about the government French comics. And I realized it's not that often. A lot of them also, like, so the the bigger ones aren't talking a lot of shit. Okay. Or some of them aren't talking shit at all, like the bigger ones. I was like, huh, yeah, they have influence. Why aren't they talking shit? And then uh, after speaking to someone who's in the know for a while, goes, they can't talk shit because a lot of the bigger ones, the way they survive is not like you directly off the fans they like you they pay patreon they come to your yeah, shows no, a lot of them it's grants fucking right so they they didn't build the, the infrastructure you built yeah to be dependent just on the people that like them yeah. they're dependent on the government so if they talk shit and the government goes yeah really okay uh your grant this year for that project is denied yeah they're fucked yeah and i was like oh shit i didn't think about that yeah i didn't know that i didn't even know that i had that available to me i would have taken some of these grants but uh yeah so that's what happened a lot of them uh they they their bread and butter is off money from the government. Yeah. Or the shows that they have are on these government networks like Radio Canada, CBC, all that shit. Yeah. So they can't talk shit. It's their bosses.
0: But a lot of them, yeah, they do like a lot of these theater shows. I wonder in French, I don't know too too much about it, but yeah, they get a lot of grant money. A
2: lot of grant money.
0: Yeah. And like, we're not used to it because we're like stand up in English. The government hates have, me. They don't give me anything. We don't have no grant available for anything that we do. Uh, so yeah, it makes it, uh, but there's a lot of people, man. That's the other thing too, is there's a lot of people just clouding up space in this industry with grant money. It's like, take away their grant money. Cause they don't fucking, you know, they're putting out shit, but they're able to put it out cause they get paid for it and they're making money.
2: So they keep doing it. Well, the CBC has produced some terrible content, some garbage shows. i like, really this is where our money's going? Yeah,
0: there's, well, that's the thing, man, is there's some that are good. Some are terrible. Some need to like, they need to cut them. But uh, I got to say though, man, there's there's some shows like people bitch about the CBC, man. Like watch Marketplace, watch Fifth Estate, watch like some of those like all these old news investigative investigative programs. man. Like even on Radio Canada, like uh, what is it on Kate or whatever? Like, yeah, Oncate, man, yeah. dude, these are that's where your government, that's your bread and butter, man. Let them keep uncovering all this bullshit.
2: Yeah, but those are five shows. I know and there's billions I get of it. dollars being I played get it, with, but that's what so we that need, I can uh, learn what the best chili is around Canada. Well,
0: <laughs> people need to just go like it's not defund the CBC it's fucking restructure you know the government grants like let's go through the system and wipe out anybody that's like just milking it not doing their job they're just they've been there long enough they know how to apply for the grants and the paperwork so they get it it's like those people need to fucking go and we need to like bring in some fresh blood with people who are not afraid to take chances and do and say what they want to say but again, it's uh, like you said, they don't because they're scared. I'm, I might lose my comfort of getting all this money, you know, for free from the government.
2: We need so to we figure this stuff out, Poseidon. I need you to apply for a grant.
0: <sighs> yeah, Poseidon's got to figure out how to tell get. Tell them the, that
2: uh, you're super pro-government, but just don't tell them which one. Maybe the one.
0: Greek embassy maybe has a grant for any uh, multiculturalism in foreign countries.
2: Maybe we can see if there's a grant. Oh, and then all we do is produce Greek stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, just because. <laughs> welcome just the, to Poseidon's kitchen. He's like, I don't know how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> he's just panicking he's like, oh, yeah i ordered delivery uh, <laughs> he's just the
0: beside and cooking buck lava.
2: beside bring me an extra ball of water please uh um, thank you my good man
0: it's uh yeah it's a, uh, what are you gonna do i don't know the world it seems like it's in a weird state and i don't know where to go or what to do i what? think that's the ultimate thing like it's making me just annoyed just not knowing what you're able. You booked
2: to do. shows, right, in uh, New Brunswick? Yeah, they all when? got
0: canceled. Oh, they all are canceled. We have one live, so we're doing it still, but we're doing a live taping, or we're doing a taping in in a theater for no crowd, or maybe ten people, I think, and then they'll they'll play like a live, sh- like an online show. So they'll record it and they'll put it together and package it, and then they'll put it out for people in uh yeah Nova Scotia New Brunswick and PEI we were supposed to do do, we had nine shows nine theaters across New Brunswick PEI and Nova Scotia all canceled just because of what we're going through everyone's you know uh, the the herd is thinning so they're canceling it but yeah we just so you know those are the things that like again I'd love a fast forward button because even for myself like I know that affects me mentally. I know that pisses me off. Like, I know that like- Being stressed out is not helping us. Well, that's it. You know, like you think, like you can't deny that you had all your, you know, you had a big chunk of income coming in and then it just gets like cut in half. And you're like, oh yeah, well, don't worry. Uh, You're staying indoors. You're doing the right thing. You know, uh, that's gonna still screw me up somehow down the line.
2: Well, the reason why I ended up in the minus too this year, because I there was some months where it it was ninety percent cut. It was they mm-hmm. just because they made you invest in stuff, and then they took why I inv- so there was plane tickets that I didn't get refunded for. There was all kinds of shit that you set up for the tour, yeah, and that you don't get back. Yeah, and you're like what the fuck? This is it's a setup.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy with that. Well, that was another reason why at the start of this pandemic, I didn't travel or didn't go nowhere because I could see everyone kind of getting ripped off. Like companies are just not giving you back your money. And they like, mm. hey man, you said that you're going to refund me. And like people flying and you have to do the test when you come back. And that's like 300 bucks and... I was like, this is just crazy. Like, why? Like, everything already costs a fortune. I'm going to go start spending money on tests. And what happens if I get sick? Now i got to stay in a hotel for seven days or whatever long it takes. That At your own expense because you're a criminal. And if you would
2: stay at your house, that is way more dangerous than in a hotel with poor ventilation with another couple hundred people that have uh, a virus it it none of it made sense like i get
0: what's going on it's like everybody else making the rules doesn't you know like yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah, it yeah. feel like that like you're like okay i get it don't spread it okay but wait why is everyone allowed to fucking go to vacation like why the fuck can i work but people could still go on vacation it's not that i hate that people are going on vacation but it doesn't, it doesn't make, make any sense. sense yeah you know what i mean like
2: just makes sense, and then we'll all be okay with it. No one would probably question yeah. it because they go, "Well, yeah." So I can sense. go to the grocery store, but not if it's a Sunday. Yeah, that's what they did here. They're yeah. still doing that, right? It's like, what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah,
0: yeah. It does. None of it made sense.
2: 10 p.m. It gets scary out there.
0: Well, again, that's what it goes back to the, the try not, but yeah, the, the the curfew. You know, is that helping? I guess I don't know. People not going out. You've been I mean, working on
2: anything creative?
0: Uh, yeah, I've been just doing videos once a week now on my YouTube channel, uh, and, uh, trying to, yeah, b- make videos uh, once a week at least and writing. I'm writing a lot more and just putting it down so that when stuff does open, we I could start pitching. I've been pitching still, even though everyone's like, well, we're not doing it they're all thing' around doing anything. well not everyone but there are like some things you know that that anything that's like theater shows or anything that's like uh you know like a live recording or something like that like they don't do them right so it's all i've know, been like pitching in front I, of a public
2: i pitched something last week we're gonna see now what's gonna happen because i got into a little uh, argument with oh. one of the companies yeah i'll tell you about it off air oh okay and all right disrespect happening out there dude
0: there's a lot of disrespect disrespect. out there, and especially now that everything's kind of shifting to like online stuff like you can feel everybody kind of wanting you to do stuff for them for free or something and you're like whoa pull back i'm gonna fucking pull back here but you can feel like everybody trying something in some way and you're like man i gotta fucking i can't do this like it's a strange, and business is just crazy. Yeah, show business itself is, uh, it's a strange one.
2: It's a super strange business. I have him, you know what I did is, because he had he took a lot of footage the last couple of months of just behind the scenes stuff on tour with me, with okay. Mike, uh, podcasting. So we started taking this footage, and I want to build out. There's a lot of footage, and he's still going to take more be, by the time I'm supposed to release it, which is mm-hmm. end of the summer. So I don't know if it's going to be like a movie, like a one-hour, all-one-shot, or I'll just release episodic yeah, like, every week. Yeah. I dropped a trailer this week of some of the footage I have of him. Okay, cool. And I wanted to gauge if people are going to be interested in seeing what he sees. And so far, there's excitement. Like, people are actually curious. What the? Because everybody asks the same question. They ask him, what the fuck does he do? Uh, right. Or what does he do? What does he do here? Yeah, they don't get it. They're like, I don't understand what you do all day. Besides, if you want, actually, I, you could put it up on the... He, you, d- he does stuff. He's, he's pretty put it podcast. up here on the screen so he can see it. I'll put Pardon? the headphones
1: on. Yeah. Pardon?
2: Pardon? Yeah, they don't know what he does. They don't get what he does. Uh, oh, you know, want me for, to
1: put the video? Yeah, put on your thing. Uh, I, I, I got I, HDMI I 1 I get yeah.
0: what he does. I just don't get how he functions, and I think that's what interests me. Is like I'd like to see where he his thought process, like his decision-making. There isn't any. There isn't any. <laughs> the weird thing is when you see Which is what he sees. the fun part to watch, I think. Like we, if you see what he – like a thought process, there's no thought process.
2: Well, actually, there is a thought process, but it's always odd. Like when you hear what he's thinking. Of course, he like, has a thought process. He
0: yeah. put on his pants this morning. Like he knows what he's doing. He's thinking of something. It's like the government. He's doing stuff, but he's are like, what are you Why doing? Just, you you could doing could just it go it to the way. channel.
2: You have to go to the studio. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Fuck, sorry. This guy's uh, a. No, because I was thinking of something else.
0: I blanked out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just. Uh, know like how I said this I, thought process I just, blanked, yeah,
0: out, I just <laughs> blanked out see that's just the go interest just click
1: on videos people yeah, well, want
2: to know how he gets through life while he just blanks out up, like that up, up. as long as the volume's on we're gonna get you can put your headphones on you can listen to this oh, yeah, yeah it, it, it's uh, I thought it would be fun to show people this make it full screen Poseidon yes yeah,
1: just a moment uh, I don't know why I cannot hear
2: well I have uh, I have it muted right now bro oh okay that's why you can't hear yeah, fucking dipshit. Well, unmute it. Well, I'm gonna unmute it when you set up the big screen and you're That's, ready to it's show a big it. Big screen and yeah. uh, it's uh, it's uh, for the peeps. Yeah, let's go. We can see it. Yeah. So I I made this for him. Yeah, you see. So everyone, all our friends, have an issue with him that he's always busy, and they don't believe that he's busy. Yeah. They go, what the he's, fuck's he doing? He's busy producing your your podcast. Yeah. They don't get it though. What do you even do? That's what everybody always asks him. What do you even do? You don't do anything. And he's always sad about that. I made an epic trailer for
1: him. I am? I am sad.
2: <laughs>
0: he's the hardest working guy in this whole fucking He's the studio. hardest
2: working man in show business. Yeah. Look at him. He's fucking, he's controlling the things. He's playing piano with black guys. He's driving. He mostly drives and thinks. <laughs> I just realized that it makes him look depressed. We have a lot of footage, dude. I got great. That that was the first night Mike went on stage after winning the court case. Oh, like really? I, had, I had all kinds of great footage nice. that people haven't seen yet. He get, that was him on stage. I brought him on stage one night. He gets to experience a lot of shit.
0: Mhm. He gets to he gets experience grown up life a lot.
2: <laughs> it is wacky what he what he what he does. Hundred percent. He's getting spent all this time in the comedy game. He cries on camera sometimes. He gets scared. He eats. Look at him on a tour bus, just making himself a sandwich, falling down. Well, yeah. he's got the best,
0: the best of the worlds because he doesn't have to like really deal with the showbiz stuff.
2: Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. But
0: he gets to experience the fun parts of it, like the touring and the eating and the, like, you know, staying at hotels that have, you know, like getting little perks. He gets to experience all that. And he's always confused
2: Um, about a lot of stuff that you'd think he'd get. Such as? It doesn't matter because this isn't about you. This is Abdul's episode. (gasps) No, I'd like to know. What do you get, uh... He gets confused about a lot of stuff. Like, what is in his job description? What isn't? Why are there specific rules? What aren't? Like, I remember during the tour with uh, what he's with, not allowed to do. Or yeah, say what is are you yelling rules, at,
1: Poseidon? That's your fault. How is that my fault? That's your fault, bro. Oh, you have a job. Do it. Why is no, that my bro, fault? People will watch the truth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> people <laughs> will watch this <laughs> summer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they're gonna why. watch this summer. What are they gonna find out this summer? <laughs> that I'm retarded.
0: Yeah. <laughs> The work abuse that
1: you go through—it's yeah. all like
0: behind the scenes. You guys should release like a small one where it's just you guys throwing things at him, <laughs> fucking asshole. Just whip a clipboard at him, but, just
2: like abuse. Just well, the abuse clip. There, there was not, there was no abuse, but there were situations where uh, we were kind of shocked at Poseidon because he wouldn't—he he was supposed to like plan certain stuff, make reservations, and he didn't. Yeah, but he was having right. trouble because he didn't know what he was supposed to do. Because half the shit we told him wasn't even real. Right. So he didn't know where to put his energy. <laughs> he's like, am I supposed to do that or am I not supposed to do that? So he would always be panicking. Right. We'd go to a restaurant. We're like, yeah, these guys are expecting us. He's like, all right, yeah, let's go eat. And then we're like, well, you made the reservation, right? He's like, what? <laughs> I go, you're the tour manager. You're supposed to make the reservation. He's like, I didn't know that. nobody told me. <laughs> I was like, you're in an email thread. He's like, oh, he's just freaking out. There's a lot of good times, yeah. <laughs>
0: I, yeah, His. His. he's... He's, you're supposed to make reservations at the small town restaurant, Milen's Diner, uh, in fucking in this tiny budfuck town that you guys were in. He's probably like, "What do you mean I was supposed to make reservations? It's a cost crut. They don't yeah, take reservations. We show
2: up and there's three people in there. We're like, What if it's packed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a
0: lot of people that want their cost crut. It's a, it's a it's a glamorous lifestyle that he's got. It he's is got is. the he's, he doesn't have any of the stress. You don't have to go on stage. You don't have to make anyone laugh.
1: You don't have to worry if you bomb. Well, there's still stress of uh, making sure the shows go well. Oh, uh,
2: yeah, because okay. sometimes there's problems.
1: Yeah, for, uh, for these guys, you no, I almost thought I p- just screwed up there. No, no, I thought I pressed the the wrong button. But right, good. exactly. Yeah, yeah, everything's on fire. <laughs> oh, there the was hell breaks like loose.
2: Remember the audio issues? I remember in like I think Setil, yeah. we had audio issues where the mic kept cutting while I was on stage. So is that his problem? Is he the, the sound tech? At he's, the, he's, it's he's my
1: problem. It's his problem. But it wasn't my fault. Right. Yes, is, yes he, exactly. That,
0: there's a sound tech, or yeah. are you the sound tech?
2: He's also the sound... He's our sound tech, but he's supposed to work with their sound tech as well. Yeah. Right. So when they fuck up, it just looks bad on him, because exactly. our direct link is him. That's why you get the clipboard thrown at you, buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm the one holding the clipboard.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one who knocks. <laughs> I throw hot soup at him. <laughs> The yeah, craziest well, thing we did was we all threw hot soup at him, and it burnt him, and we're like, what the fuck's up with this soup?
1: And he's like, I don't even manage the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> tasted good when it cooled down a bit, though. Yeah, it yeah, tasted good. there you good. go. See, there's um, always a silver lining. Well, what did I want to say? Can I say the story of the guy at the, the 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 that did the first joint, and it went well, but then he used the fucking rotary phone at the second joint?
2: Oh, yeah. What happened there? So,
1: there was one guy, bro, You don't have to say where it was, but... There was one guy, he did the... I think it, w- it was our before last show that he... No, our two before last shows. Okay. When we were on tour. And uh he did the first show at this joint and it went well. He was doing actually lights and sound. Okay. And I sat next to him to, you know, uh organize the whole show, tell him, okay, at this moment you do this, bing bang, boom. I'm fucking on top of it. Fucking it Yeah, you're shit doing now, it, yeah. Right. <laughs> so this everything goes smoothly the okay. first night. Second night, this guy has to uh, do the the, the, the sound. For the second show we're at, but now we have somebody for the lights. Okay. So I um I have him uh, on on um headphones. Yeah. The second time. Uh, and he's comp- waiting to get a message from the headphones because everything's
2: linked. Right. Yeah. But he's not. The guy's not calling him. Not telling. Like, there's a miscommunication. He's like, why isn't this guy using the headphones? Okay.
1: So I, I keep calling him. I keep calling. Him. This guy never answers. I'm like, what the fuck? I tell him, uh, hold on. You're gonna play this sound at this moment. He plays it too early and then people get all confused. I was like, What the fuck yeah, is he, going Yeah, he like, I'm, ta- I'm telling a joke and then bam, like crazy yeah, sound yeah, effects. Yeah. I'm like, What
2: the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah. So it turned out he refused to use headphones and be in the modern era. He had a rotary phone and he wanted to call people on the rotary phone to tell them, Dude, you're not a telemarketer. You're a sound tech. <laughs> you need to know instinctually, directly what's right. happening backstage. What do we need to do? So, him, I'd be like, dude, are you fucking joking? Why is it, what are you doing? He's like, it's not me. I told him not to play. I'm giving him cues. He's not listening. So yeah. he was panicking, and then it kept happening. It happened with preach. So you know, we look at him because he's the guy in charge. Yeah. He's the guy who's supposed to take care of it. The problem is when one of his subordinates or people he works with fucks up, it looks bad on him. Yeah. He's yeah. like me. If he basically it looks bad on me, if he fucks up, if he puts the wrong thing on screen or if he says right. something, it looks bad on me in this scenario. The same thing happens to him when he's on tour. Because right. for us, he's our guy. He's the guy that we see that's supposed to take care of this. Right. So it looks bad. Yeah.
0: I guess. I don't know. Is there a look bad anymore? Like, I don't even give a shit when stuff goes down wrong now. I go, who
2: cares? The world's all crumbling. Who gives a yeah, fuck? Yeah, well, we're not. He cr- looks bad. I mean, he's yeah. not fired. He's right there. It's just, it looks bad. Like, because you confuse the audience. So when there's like a thousand people right. and they're all in the zone on something and then they're like, wait, what the fuck's that noise? What's that? You, yeah. you lose them. You make the show feel weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, could, I definitely, yeah. That, well, it's a big difference. Like, you guys probably have it a little more tight. You find that you guys, well, you know, because English shows, there's no real cues. or Here,
2: No, there's no, oh I mean, I still don't want, uh, I'm very simple. I want to go on with a mic. I don't have but anything it's, extra. I find
0: like there still needs to be something. It's a show, right? It, it should be music playing before the so show. There should be some, some regular things that happen.
2: On mine, yeah. so I even have a different intro song than I do when I go out with Mike. Okay. Like, when I'm with Mike, it's Mike's show. I have my intro song with Mike, Neon Nights, uh, uh Black Sabbath. Like I, every, like, I structure it differently. And I'm more there to hype people up and be like, are you ready to hear, you know, like, I'll, I'll do... I'll toy with like some edgier stuff that normally on my show, it'll take me long to get to yeah. because I want to build up to it. And I have a different narrative. yeah. But when it's on Mike's show, it's like, okay, I am I need them to be mentally prepared for some crazy ass shit. You know, I got I have my own agenda when I'm right. with, with, with Mike's show. So I treat it like a, like you said, like a show, there's theatrics. Right. There's there's a reason why I'm saying this and I'm not saying that. And so I'm playing with it. And then when it's on my show, it's a different type of theatrics. It's we're at a campfire with Pantellas. Right. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to take a bit longer to tell my jokes. You know, I'm going to ask you. So you're right. I play with it. But more theatrics than I would at a mic if I go to the nest. The nest, there's no theatrics. It's in, out, in, out, in, out. You know? So I I do play the show aspect of it. It's very showy. But not a, not of, like, I don't use props or I don't have any cues for when I say this, put this on. I don't have any of that shit. You don't use any props, man? No, no props. No? Rubber chicken? Something? Nothing. Nothing at all? I don't don't care for that. It's not for me no yeah but i do i do play it differently in <laughs> french and in english like i do little things that yeah. i find work better yeah
0: yeah it's interesting i'm sure when you do like when you do it often french you find little tricks and little things that work on one side that don't don't work, work on, as the much other. on the other side and i feel yet. like
2: you paid your money you wanted to get a ticket i, I gotta be focused yeah that i'm not just copy pasting english yeah. to french i have to work certain words in to make it feel like okay he's he's actually speaking he's not just talking yeah and you guys
0: did shows like uh recently right you did some some decent yeah, up shows until december, december uh, everything yeah. had
2: opened up again yeah. we, uh, mike's tour was up north yeah. and we did f- like thousands of people like it was crazy yeah that's
0: fun see that's what i kind of was hoping they would do with this uh tour that we we're doing in the maritimes i thought it would have been uh like i thought maybe they would have pushed it till the spring because the numbers whatever but when you saw it in february I was like man this fucking better not get canceled and then, sure enough, yeah, it gets canceled. As, like, that's pretty what much we changed up.
2: Mike texted me, dudes, just now, and I was laughing because he tweeted. Uh, so, if you didn't know, Mike, last year he was working with a guy because they were complaining in the city that a lot people are dying okay. of cold. Yeah, and we were like, Oh, so why don't you take him in? Why don't you? some don't want to go to shelters? Some there's yeah. no shelters for them. The vaccine there's all kinds of re- there's yeah. all kinds of shit going on. Yeah, there's mental them. health. Yeah, there. yeah, there's shanty towns being built." So Mike said, can't we build like little homes for them or something? I remember. Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, he said. The government here first said, yeah, yeah, go ahead and do it. Then they backed out. They didn't want to help him. So Mike paid for it himself. He's like, fuck it, I found a guy he built. Now everything's built. They're ready. We could go and actually drop them off in the shanty town so they have little, like, dense, uh, uh, they're they're good until minus 30, just so they don't die. There's nothing special in them. It's like a little room. It's like a little cell. Yeah, But it's so that they don't die of the cold. yeah. Yeah. The government is giving the silent treatment now. He's oh, like, well, what are you going to do with these? Where should I put them? They're giving the silent treatment. So he he put it on Facebook. He's like, fuck it. He tags Valerie Plant. He goes, Valerie plant these houses are ready. I can drop them. I can drop them all off this week. Yeah. Tell me where, when. Let's work together so that more people don't have to be taken out by the cold. Yeah. And he sends me a tweet now. Nuvo, uh, the the production company, tweeted about what he said. Okay. But the way they made it sound, it sounds like Mike is a terrorist with a threat. He said. Uh, uh, where, Valerie Plant, where do you want me to bring these? Yeah, houses? Valerie Plant, <laughs> contact me so we can figure out a solution so uh, no more people have to die. <laughs> 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 bro, it's the funniest fucking thing he just said. That we're laughing now in text that's while, hilarious. while you guys are talking about the backstage. He sent it, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's <laughs> hilarious." <bro. laughs> Said uh, contact me right now so no one else has yeah, to die yeah. <laughs> that's the greatest thing he's Dr. Evil uh, that's yeah. hilarious I will personally go out
0: on the street and kill them myself yeah. if yeah. you don't respond within 24 hours yeah. the next I will snap will be on your conscience it should just be Mike holding a knife <laughs> in a picture and be like Answer me now! (laughs) So fucking just a homeless guy behind him with a distraught look, like he's about to get stabbed by Mike Ward.
2: I gotta find an aggressive photo of Mike, and I'm gonna do the Photoshop. I'm gonna put the tweet, but I'm gonna put that photo of him like all angry. Yeah, stop this guy! Yeah, stop (laughs) this guy before he does something crazy. Uh, That
0: poor Mike man. The stuff he, uh, you you know, the stuff he gets into. Like I don't know how he, how he stays sane. I don't know how he. (laughs) I don't get it. Like he, he does so much and like, he literally tries so hard and does so much for so many people. It, and then he gets fucked over a lot of time. times. And you're like, man, dude, this guy, like you just keep, and he's like, oh, I don't care. I'm and it's almost like they, they, it, 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 it drives them even more to do when more. When they fuck him yeah, over. When he gets fucked over, he's like, I'm going to figure out how to be even nicer.
2: Yeah. yeah he's <laughs> even this to like, don't spend your money on these fucking houses. He's like, why yeah. not? Like, Cause they're homeless. He's like, Yeah. That's why I want to spend the money because they're homes you fucking dickhead. Yeah, he goes, yeah. I have the money. I'd rather spend it on them. So, uh, And then when he tries, and then they want to look good. So like, yay, Mike's doing this. We're going to help him set it up yeah. once it's done. So he pays for everything. Dis- ready? He's going <laughs> to distribute it, dude. Just
0: leave him out there. That-
2: me, him, and Poseidon are probably going to be the ones on a truck going to drop him off. Like It's <laughs> yeah. 100% he's doing it himself. Yeah. And still they're like, nah, fuck these homeless guys. We don't need this. Uh, I'll go help drop off some shanties. But they don't will um, be fun. They don't trust the homeless. They, th- what, they, what they, well, because you know what you're gonna do if you do that is like what I, they say is they go, Oh, now you're gonna give people excuses not to go to the shelter. Yeah, they're just yeah. gonna use it for sex and drugs and it's like, <laughs> yeah, man. The
0: sex crazy, and drugs yes of, course. yes, of course. But uh no, I, mean, I I don't know. I don't know how I don't know what the best solution is is on that. I think it's just affordable housing would be the best yeah not, keep, keep not driven dick I know yeah exactly well that's it so <laughs> Mike made them tiny houses yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's the they do. just down downgrade it they can't afford a, a, a it's just it's just crazy like the fact that I have a whole bit about there's the, no the,
2: windows in there the it's basically you can't itself.
0: afford anything that we're building smaller and smaller places just it fucking drives me crazy
2: I spoke about this that's because VR is the future <clears throat> hey man i get it now that's the thing like, i told you about this a while i totally
0: ago. get it i get it 100 people are like this whole metaverse how's it gonna work it's like yeah well because nobody's gonna go out and you're gonna have a shit life so you may as well have a cool internet life i mean it already exists yeah you know you have like call of duty you buy your own little things or you know whatever yeah, the
2: metaverse games. exists it's what, what they're saying or like i already have an avatar online or whatever game you play or right even your Even your Facebook, that's basically an avatar. That's not you. That's you posting whatever you want to post. Yeah, and it's a world you're in,
0: Yeah, right? It it is. If you really, like, break it down, you look at it, it's a world you're in. Because, like, right now, I'm not on Facebook. I don't know what's going on. I'll log in, and I'll know what's happening on
2: Facebook. And you could interact.
0: And you could interact, and you could go to things. Like, especially, like, the things with, like, concerts and that. Like, people are like, well, why would you go to? It's like, we're all doing Zoom shows. That's what it is. Imagine you go to, like, uh, an arena in this virtual world and, like, they're playing there's a comedian. would well, didn't Metallica do a show or something in the metaverse. I heard one of them did a like some band did like a show in a metaverse. And it makes sense. It could work. I don't want to be a part of it, but I could see it. I'm gonna working. say something
2: people might not like. It might be controversial.
0: Well, I don't know if you can do anything, if you uh, could top it.
2: I think concerts are overrated. hmm Now I love music. Oh man. You know what's about me? I love music. I've been to quite a few concerts in my life. Every time I'd go to a concert, I would appreciate concerts a little less and I would refuse to stand up. So the first concerts I went to, it was, you know, floor C. I remember in high school going to watch Metallica okay. at the Bell Center and being right there, being in the mosh pit, being on the floor. Same thing with uh, Gigantor, Megadeth, all that stuff. Black Sabbath would come to town. I wanted seats. I was a bit older. I was like, I want seats, bro. I want to fucking I'm gonna sit there and enjoy the show. Right. I'd sit down. People in front of me would be getting up and yelling. i go, hold on a second. If you want to get up and yell, dickhead, go get seats down there. Stand up. I bought this. I want to fucking, I don't need you. So
0: wait, you bought seats to metallic or to black, to black Sabbath? Sabbath? I want enjoy... to sit down Why and enjoy. Sit down. What am I going to get up and flail black my arms?
2: Sabbath. Am I am, am I a retarded person? Well, the whole purpose is
0: you enjoy the music and you want to jump up and dance. No, no, you, you could, enjoy it.
2: No, that is absurd. You listen
0: to it like an orchestra, like an orchestra. You, uh, you want to hear all uh, the notes because you want to wh- take it in.
2: I could. You could sing. You could you be. Have a, to sit back when you enjoy it. You could sit. No, but you could <laughs> sing. But don't overdo it. Like right. You're not gonna when you're driving and you're enjoying a song. You could sing to it. You could rock out like this. But you're not gonna be like they ah! start flinging no no it's unenjoyable because then you can't even hear the song yeah so you have all these morons around you that's hilarious or doing that I'm like what the fuck is this like if i was at a comedy show and i was doing my jokes and i had someone doing my jokes with me and yelling right i'll be like shut the fuck up you let them enjoy the professional all right same right. thing when i'm watching black sabbath i want to you know, this is absurd so this is all happening and i'm like i don't want I don't want to come back again. I don't want to do another concert. And every time a concert would come, I'd get further, not further seating, but like try to get more isolated seating.
0: Okay. Try to avoid the crowd.
2: Try to avoid the crowd. Okay. And then to like now when I'm thinking about it, I'm never going to go to another rock concert or any concert unless I have some kind of ins to get a booth or some shit or to meet them backstage. Cause I, now that I have access to sometimes you get to go backstage and do that, then I could enjoy the concert better. Yeah.
0: You're like a phantom of the opera type
2: of guy. Yeah, I don't. You want to be
0: up in a balcony. Yeah, I don't need you. You don't want anyone else around you. I feel
2: like it's a waste of money. You're not really enjoying the songs. You're not, in, you know, you, you're 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 not even getting to listen to the song. You're listening to the drunk guy next to you. I'm This is the ninth time I see them, and they're just going crazy. It's like fuck off. This well, is depends. Not enjoyable.
0: I I guess if you're sitting in a, uh, you know, depends where you're seeing it. I I get there are places in the, in an arena or something where the sound is going to be shitty. Like that's the other thing too is like when people play like the Olympic Stadium or whatever, like the sound is going to be
2: shit. What's the point of that? There's also, no point. Yeah, let's say you're on the floor. Yeah. and they're moshing or whatever. Yeah. You're trying to enjoy a song, and yeah. someone punches you in the head. How yeah. is that something you paid for? Yeah. Well, uh, it's the experience.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the experience. Well, mosh pits I never understood, because, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to me that you go you go get hammered and beat up to get I love a, this
2: song so much, I want that guy to possibly kick me in the dick.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, it's a stupid concept. I never. Well, you're understood not supposed to mo- kick people, the but mo- y- the there's always itself. an idiot that overdoes it. Well, you fall on the ground, and then, yeah, someone steps on your dick. What do you do there? Or
2: on your neck, and then you're done. I guess the neck is probably better than your dick. (laughs) Concerts, I find, are overrated because you don't get – it's not like comedy where you really get to enjoy the joke and the comedian in that atmosphere of seeing them live.
0: Yeah, but I guess it's it's more the experience of the performance that you're getting from a, from a band. Again, that's why it depends on which band you're seeing. And if
2: it's worth it and if you can enjoy them. A hundred percent. I like There's bands like uh, Iron Maiden where you have to see them live at least once. Yeah, I've yeah, never seen Yeah, they Iron put on Maiden a big live. show. Yeah. Alice Cooper puts on a big show. I've seen I don't know Alice if, Cooper, yeah. yeah. You know, it's Alice a showmanship. Show. Yeah, yeah. Now imagine you're trying to enjoy that concert that he put work into. Mm-hmm. There's a story. Oh, there's someone here yeah. spitting on you dude like, oh, I fucking love you man how's oh, it going you're like G-. shut the fuck up because if you were in your home and you were listening to it you'd be able to enjoy the music without having this guy but usually on you. some
0: bands the music is the part that drives you to like ah I just
2: want to have a good time yeah. you
0: know you want to you get hammered and party you like to sit back and just soak I, it I in I want to soak
1: it in yeah you want to hear the chords it. you yes. want to hear
0: the drummer at the I'm an right aristocrat
1: yeah. you know what I agree with him Oh, Oh, shit! You know why, bro? Hold on, we watch movies. Yeah. There's a ton of people that sit down in movie theaters and shit, but if you get up and fucking start fucking- You get angry. You get pissed off. Yeah. Why why can't we all- like civilized this is why we can't have nice things well bro. there are like you can people yell, see the put ob- ob- your dick back or, uh, in your pants I'm like this is not the porno theater what if i don't want to watch an obese lady fucking yell her lungs out on right stage? well
0: yeah. i i did see uh uh sticks like dennis de young does the music of sticks with an orchestra and it it's fucking cool like if you do there are some bands that have done that like they'll do a show with an orchestra I do. Yeah, okay. And even at that, I still kind of want to party. But you're in a seat and it's comfortable and everyone's sitting down too. And you're taking it in. I remember the first time was weird.
2: Enjoy. Be like, yeah, this is fucking great, right? Enjoy. I see what you're saying in some some form. Yeah. Some
0: form. But then, again, it depends on who you're seeing. Like, sometimes you just want to party, right? Isn't that the whole point? You go see a show.
2: You want to But in a concert, in a big concert venue, not even like a small bar, you can't really party anyway. Like, Bell Center? You you literally if you get up yeah, and you slip, sit down. you're gonna kill yourself and someone else.
0: It's more of a sit down venue. It's I a guess. sit down venue. It's a sit down venue. You're seeing somebody at the yeah at the Bell Center.
2: Yeah, you, it's not the same as a nice bar underground, right?
0: Yeah, where people are just throwing beer all over you and
2: big concerts like that. I'm telling you, overrated for what you're paying and what you get. Overrated. I don't know. You
0: ever see Motley Crue? I saw them. At I the never Bell seen Center. them live. That was that was something else. That was. I, fun. I'm sure it was. I well, saw a Kiss uh, at the Bell it, Center. What, kiss, they put on a show, though, right? They put on a show. Was it worth not the price huge, of admission?
2: It, 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 I'm
0: not a huge there Kiss fan, but it was. It was good. It was good. But yeah, again, it depends on where you're sitting. The most thing is you got like the best thing you got to make sure you're in between the speakers. You don't want to be on the side where you're just hovering around one speaker getting the audio. You want to be right there where you get everything coming at you. Not too close, not too far. You got to know can't have an echo. You what
2: don't is want to, enjoyable, yeah. you, or else you're wasting your money. Do you remember 100%. years ago? Were you with me? I agree it? with you there, yeah. In but the, I won't sit well, down. Weekend show. Oh, nice. Yeah. You're with me. So here's what happens. So the weekend was in town. I am not only a big fan of the weekend. I really, was one man. of the people who pushed the weekend on people before the weekend exploded. Now I had the back l- when he
0: was just the weekday.
2: Back when he was he was Friday. He was getting in there. <laughs> so uh, when he started getting a lot of radio play, I was, I was like, I told you guys, <laughs> yeah, it was fucking awesome, yeah. Anywho, I was lucky. I got to meet him in 2013. -hmm. Rehearsals at the uh, American Music Awards. It's a fucking cool dude. Like, so I got to see him. Yeah, Yeah, I got to see him rehearse songs Irena Grande and play it there, you know, where there's fucking eight people in the audience. Right. Like, amazing. That's cool. So, when friends here and my buddy sisters, everybody, they wanted to go watch him and, like, ah, let's go get, they got tickets. Like, yeah, I'll pay, I'll I'll watch him again. He's fucking great. When we walked in, I think the tickets were. Like on the side stage, like this, you're on the side, basically. Okay. You could there's a fucking pole in front yeah, of you. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, it's not happening. Right. And like, what are you talking about? I go, no, 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 I've like, it puts on a good show. It's fun. Yeah. But you can't. Even, this is ter- this is a waste of money. You can't enjoy the show. Yeah, hundred percent. So I remember going and complaining. Remember we got our money back at the yeah. at the at the ticket office. Like, go, well, you can't give me an obstructed view ticket. This is absurd. So I complained downstairs. The lady was like, no, you can't get we, until we argued. And I think we got our money back. But some people wanted to stay and watch the show. Yeah. So I go, you're not gonna enjoy the show. You can't see him. At the end of the show, we went to pick up uh, my buddy's sisters, all that, and they were like, "Did you guys enjoy it?" Like, yeah. How did you see him? Oh, well, because they had because they were videotaping it. Basically, he's there. But because they can't see him, they would turn their head and the whole time they were just looking at the the Jumbotron. What the fuck's the point of being there? It is so stupid. But they did it because of this whole concert thing. You know, concerts are big. You gotta enjoy them. They're not all enjoyable. Concerts are overrated. I knew even, I go, this is a guy I've seen live with eight people. Why the fuck would I spend money to, to be there with 20,000 people and I can't see him. I just see people.
0: Yeah. Absurd. I don't, I don't get why people do that too. That, I, that's something I don't uh, enjoy. Like if you're so far that you're just watching them on a screen anyways, what's the purpose? You've used obstructed. Yeah. I mean, I've done comedy shows too where you're like, it's a crap bar and there's just like TV. So they'll put you, they'll put you up on the TV, but like people in the back, you know, they're not looking at you like they're watching you on a TV, which I find sucks. Like I feel bad for people that are, they paid money to come see a show. You're just watching a screen, but yeah, there's definitely people that enjoy that. Again, suckers. There's a sucker born every
2: minute. There's a sucker born every minute. I've done shows so too pay where there's $80 like dollars to
0: watch. Uh, yeah, TV.
2: There's columns, so like I'm telling yeah. jokes, and I know that some people they can hear me, but they can't see me. Right. So I'll move around. I'll try. I'm like fuck, that must yeah, I'm a suck.
0: Dick. Well, it bothers me, and I'm, I'm not even the one paying a ticket. Yeah, I'm the but one yeah. trying to give a yeah. show. Like, it is- bothers me when there's a pole in the way. There's a few places. I think Moncton. There's a bar. A venue that they do sometimes at the, that's like that there's a there's just a pole right in the middle so like you're on stage and the pole is literally on stage right in the middle Oh, i can't so you're like i don't even know where to throw myself like what am i doing here like i go this way they can't see me i go this way they can't see me i stand here there's just a fucking pole in front of me
2: yeah they're just watching a pole they're just, just watching a pole jokes. yeah
0: it doesn't make any sense like those are venues like you got to recon like Close and reconstruct this. Reconfigure place. this bitch. Yeah. You got to take down a support beam somewhere. Like this isn't going to work. But yeah, no, it's a. Uh, it's. It, I get what you're saying. I. 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 I'm the opposite. I like to like party at a show. Like I went to go see, um, uh, Randy Bachman, BTO, uh, Randy Bachman and uh, and uh, Burton Cummings were actually playing, it and it was in I think it was Theater Saint Denis, and I remember like everyone just sitting down for it. And I was like, this is fucking stupid, man. Taking care of business. Let's fucking party. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> everybody's sitting down, just enjoying it. Like, nobody wants to. If you got up, they're like, hey, get down, sit down. We can't see. That's <laughs> I get you. I get you. That's me. That's He's just sipping his fucking tea. Yes. Get down in the front. I want to. Uh, Black Sabbath. They're going to do that killer solo. You fucking sit down so I can see this. Yeah, that's me. I don't want to dance. But that's also enjoying.
2: why when I. Uh, People come to see my shows. I like to give everything. Yeah. Like, I don't phone it in. I am... You know, it's my joke. I'm still energized in it. I want you to feel it like I'm telling it for the first time. All Because I want you to enjoy the experience. You paid money. Yeah. I want you to leave feeling like you got your money's worth. I don't want people to be like, well yeah you know uh, people were talking and he didn't ask them to be quiet i couldn't even hear him i missed that second well, I, I don't want that, that shit. i
0: hate that when you do a show in yeah. like a, a bar or a club or whatever just kind of they let people continuously ruin the show and you're like well, okay well, can we well, get shut them the fuck, the fuck, up. fuck yeah. out of here like these yeah. people are ruining it for everybody but they just kind of yeah well what are you gonna i don't know some places uh enjoy a, a rowdy show i guess
2: like my shows like are that. rowdy in the sense that like we you know there's oh and all that and we fuck around but not disturbing the show. I don't like you enjoy it. Laugh all you want. I don't like the dis- disturbing. What, you,
0: what do you do if you get one of those, like uh, those horrible laughers? Here we go. One of those I'll address it. horrible laugh. I'll address
2: it. I'll address Just it.
0: Just constantly yeah. sounding like a, a fucking donkey That's someone's I, I've down. I've addressed it
2: before. I've said like, Jesus Christ. Like it's, Calm down. Like, it's funny. I get it, but yeah. you, you need medical attention.
0: But that almost ruins. Like, I remember doing a, a, just for laughs audition in Halifax. And there was a late, like just everyone set ruined. Like she laughed like a fire alarm. Like she was like, and everyone's like, how do you want me to fucking keep going? Like, (laughs) I can't tell a joke with this lady. Sounds like she's just gasping for air in the back. You can't do it. Like everyone was so mad because it's an audition and everyone's like, you're throwing me off. Yeah, that's it was was horrible. But yeah, those uh sometimes they're addressable, sometimes they're just so bad that I can't—I don't even know what to do with them. Sometimes those Kick JFL
2: auditions could—they're hit or miss. Like I've done auditions where it was full, it was the nest, it was fun, it was having a good time. Yeah. And then I've done tapings for them, like in the summer, the audio taping that that show. Yeah. There's eight people. Wow. And they didn't do a good job of Did getting the audio people to sit there. It g- was crap or something. I don't this like it. Or something that. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't like it. It came out, but I knew I wasn't gonna like it. Yeah when I got off stage and I had even told him the day before because we're recording the next day I said you want just give me um, a link or something I'm just going to tweet it we'll sell this bitch out everyone's going to come watch the show they didn't even want to charge for tickets so it's fucking easy it will sell out it's during the festival and like no no we got this this place is going to be packed tomorrow (laughs) <laughs> it was fucking nine people sitting there.
0: Oh, that sucks. And you could
2: hear it in the audio. So your delivery, no matter how good it is, feels yeah. off when you're not getting the reaction that it normally would get.
0: Yeah, I remember doing a serious XM thing too, the, the top comic, and they did the same thing. Like, they just took the audio from the microphone and there was no audio from the crowd. And, like, if you watch it... Oh, that's weird. It's just, yeah, it's just like... Everyone's telling jokes, but you don't hear anyone laughing. It just sounds like you're doing a Zoom show almost. Yeah. It's like nobody's laughing, and you're just telling jokes. But there is a crowd laughing, and they're like, "Why is he pausing? You can't hear any any <laughs> laughter." But you're like, "Why is this guy pausing? Just continue, man. Just keep going with those jokes,
2: man. <laughs> Snappy.
0: Did anyone tell this guy about timing? He doesn't know anything about
2: timing. Yeah, that's what it seems. when it seems nobody like a understands
0: crazy. it. Like there was laughter, they just forgot to put it in there for you. That's all.
2: Yes, yeah, so a lot of sometimes you get surprised that these big companies. They drop the ball on simple things.
0: That, I don't know what happened, because I don't know if they... It was a recording. I don't know if they dropped the ball or if they just didn't plan to or whatever. But that's they,
2: what I'm saying. They, the you people need they it. get, yeah, you need it. Yeah. they don't think about the logistics of, no, you need the the audience. Yeah. Not, same thing with podcasts. Uh, I've been speaking a lot to like the big companies, the big festivals. They always ask about podcasting. They yeah. want to do work. They want me to help them start their own. And they always do the dumbest things. And then when I address it, like, no, 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 Cause it'll work. We think I don't know. You're saying you think it'll work. I've been doing this for now, uh, 12 years. Yeah. I know yeah. audio wise what works and what does Yeah, And no matter who you get, you can get a Dave Chappelle. If you put Dave Chappelle in some laundry room full of echo with a shitty microphone,
0: uh, no one's really going
2: to want, no it. one it wants to really, watch that, Yeah, you know, and they yeah. don't, I don't know. They don't, uh, they don't listen. It takes them a while to learn.
0: Yeah, well, it just—it's because you when you do it, you do it enough to know how things work. And these people, some of them, like it's just like their job—they get thrown a task, and they're like, "All right, you got to record a podcast now." So they're they're trying to figure it out. They don't even know. Yeah, like you know, I've I've done. It's like with me doing streeters. Like I've done so many streeters on my own. I know how to get people like I'm and doing stand up, like talking to crowds or whatever. Like I'm just good at it. But when you tell them that you know, sometimes it's like, well, do you have anything prepared? Can you write down a script? Can you tell us what you're going to say? And I'm oh, like, listen, works. I don't need to, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you yeah. know, I could do it. Just trust me. I'll do it. I'll be all right. But they, they freak out. They don't know. So you kind of have to just jot down some stuff like here, sleep fucking well at night and I'll just do my own thing after. But when you do it enough, you get it. You know what you're doing.
2: Yeah. You, You've it, done th- enough
0: podcasts. to know what the audio is supposed to sound like, how to do it, how to set it all up.
2: We had that trouble with the with the French cast during the, just for last the French festival, the first two episodes, the first day, because it wasn't our setup. It was like, you know, they had set up the mics and everything, but there was something off, right? Okay. The whole thing. And the the audio was completely trash. So there's two episodes out there that are just, I hate the audio. You can't, it's unlistenable. Okay. And I was furious about it. And then the next day I said, no, sign. look, just we're doing what we do in our studio. We're using our settings, copy everything. Right. We're basically making it our own because yeah. this is not going to work for me.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing is you got to, it gets to a certain point where you got to trust yourself more than the people that hire you sometimes. Yeah. And you have to like put your foot down. Now I get it. Like I know when people like early on, I used to be like people, you know, you hear stories of professional comedians or actors or whatever. And are like, Oh, they're a diva or yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they wanted it some certain way. But once you get like, you've done enough and you get to a certain level, you go, it's probably not that they're a diva. Like some of them. Yes, definitely there diva. are divas out there, but
2: a lot just know what
0: they want. They know what they want and they've seen it enough. They've seen enough fuck ups and they're like, listen, this is how we're doing it or I'm not doing it at all. And I feel like I'm at that age now where like, I could like you, you feel it, you know, when you know something and you're, you've seen it fail so many times that you're like, you wanna fail, you do it on your own. I'm not taking part in this.
2: Yeah. For yeah. example, let's say if right now I book you for a for a show at a restaurant, you know, right. or a bar show. Okay. If I show up and again you're doing the whole thing where everybody could do whatever they want, there's there's sports being played on the TV. Yeah, right. I'm not going on stage. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no point. They're not yeah. listening if Either you turn off, the, they know what they're here for, or you turn off the TVs, and then maybe I'll get up on stage and we'll have a fun time. But if I'm going to go up there, so people are yelling at the screen and three people are like, who's this guy? What is, what is he talking about? That's behind me. Yeah. I did that years ago when I was starting out. I'm not going to go to. I know how that story ends. Yeah. I could go up there and just do this. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I'll get the same fucking reaction. So there's no point. Why do you want me there? Yeah. They're not no, paying attention. I, I've
0: heard of like, uh, not just comedians, but entertainers just like, yeah, well, I've heard of some of them just walk away. Yeah. Like I get it show now. up, see how unorganized it is and they go, "Well, I'm here. I was supposed to do it. You didn't set it up the way it's supposed to be." See you later. And they just walk out. They don't care if whether or not they did the show or not. They're getting paid. Yeah. They showed up. It just wasn't set up the way that they were supposed to set up. So they just walk away. I I
2: I couldn't do it. I would. Well, like, if it's my f- but it's different. The way I structure I my stuff now, there yet, I I'm control sure, yeah. everything. Yeah. So right now I can I book the venues. Yeah. We go through Poseidon, um hard ass uh no for real so yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, i have him he he understands everything now because he's doing also mike's tour and mike's tour is way bigger right it's thousands of people yeah it's not a couple hundred you know so it's it's way easier yeah to do our stuff he goes in there he's like yeah, i just got to make sure people have their tickets it's yeah. fucking easy kick people out if they're being rowdy or whatever the fuck so we have our structure and since i book the venues i'm never gonna book a venue that tells me, yeah, we gotta we gotta show the greatest hits of fucking baseball this week while you're on there. I'm like, get the fuck out of here! No, no. When I'm at the bar, when if I book this bar, if I book this theater, right, it's just me. Yeah, you turn that shit off. So I don't worry about that anymore, and I don't put myself in that situation. A lot of people just say yes. It's a shitty situation. Yeah, they don't call it out. They do the show. The show sucks. People who have seen them before, people who are seen them for the first time, kind of get a bad i. Um, uh, memory of the show, they're like, right. nah, I didn't really yeah. like that, and then their reputation shit, yeah, because the fucking venue didn't care. Because comedy is not, it's not that easy in a poor in a poor venue in a shitty venue like a venue that's not made for comedy. Just makes comedy harder. Same jokes, same attention to your your reaction. your, your yeah, well, if you got distractions
0: everywhere, it's not going. It's impossible. Yeah.
2: You need to be able to concentrate so you can enjoy the jokes and laugh. Right. It's not the same as music where you could hear in the background and continue halfway. Right, yeah. You need to be there from you know the premise. Uh, yeah well you gotta be, be paying attention yeah, you got it's a be goddamn paying attention. story this isn't a so it ruins everything but then you look melody. bad no one knows oh the reason why i didn't like it is because there was a column there there was a poll uh the, the echo they don't get it all right. they remember is that wasn't a good show right wasn't that funny
0: yeah that well that's the other thing too is when people i never understood when people like don't want to you know or like they don't want to do a show with some people like to do shows with bad comedians yeah some people like doing that, or that they'll hide like they'll have someone open that's like not funny.
2: That's the worst thing you could do.
0: I don't get it, but it I, it is a a business practice that some people do uh, adhere to.
2: I asked the pros. I asked some people what they think about like a bigger touring comics, yeah, that do uh, you know, yeah, because I see who they bring on. And so like, yeah, that's why I have good comics with me. Because they they set the table. The way they see it is... That's how I would see it. But that's how a professional who loves comedy and loves... uh, Just like bands. Like, I got to see Rainwolf. I didn't know who they were. I saw them open for Black Sabbath. Okay. Rainwolf is fucking awesome. Okay. The reason why Sabbath had them with them was because they're fucking awesome. Because they're awesome, yeah. Now, there are other bands or other comedians who are insecure. So instead of having a comic that either... Because you have two choices. You can either put a comic that you know is awesome, but people don't really know them, so you want them to have a good show because they're setting the table. Or... Maybe someone who's not there yet, but they're getting better and you want to give them an opportunity. Right. I've done both. I've yeah. d- I, I have friends of mine who are just, I want them because they're my friends and they're good. They're going to laugh. And right. other people who I'm like, if, if, if I give them enough opportunity, they're going to be fucking awesome. Right. So I try my best to yeah. balance that out. But I've never purposely put people that are bad because it'll ruin the show. But there's people who put other comics on that they know aren't good because they feel, well, after that, yeah. anything I do is exactly. going to look amazing. Yeah. But that's not good because what they fail to realize is that people remember the feeling they had in the yeah. show. And if they feel like the show I mean, it's kinda of, it's kinda of low budget. seem like open yeah. micers and all that. That's all they're gonna take from it. Yeah. And then you're always gonna have that image. Yeah. You're gonna have the image of these people aren't fucking good. Imagine doing a show with killer comics and everybody destroys. All they remember is, dude, I went to a show. You would not believe what the fuck happened. So I many saw funny comics. Yeah, so I many saw funny comics.
0: I, bro, it was crazy. That's all they remember. Or, yeah, you do you do the opposite and then it's like, meh, I went to comedy once. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah, the last guy did well. You know?
2: Yeah, it, that's like, all you
0: remember. Yeah. That's all you remember. It doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. I don't understand that business side, like the way people do that. I don't get it. I never understood it. never understood why you would have like a shitty... And that's a funny thing because when you're starting out, you're always like looking at other people and you're like, how the fuck did they get that? I want to fucking get that. How'd you get yeah, that? I, get, I used yeah. to get shocked. So you'd see like some people get shit and you're like, what the fuck? They're not even funny. Like I've done, I've, I've been on shit. They're not funny at all. Yeah. Until like someone tells you like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Some comics like to book a shit comic <laughs> so that it, it just, it does that. Some comics do that, but other ones are smart and they'll book a good comic. And you have a great show and oh. everybody loves it. Yeah. And, and it's you,
2: fun. Like what Mike's doing now. Like, if you look at Mike's uh, French show. Yeah. Like, you go to a show and you get, like, noir. So, uh, like, it'll be me and Preach and Mike. So, yeah, that's a good show. Yeah, they're just, it's like, fuck, man. It's, it's like, it doesn't show. stop. Yeah. By the time they see Mike, they've, they're already into the zone. They're laughing. Right. Then they have him just fucking take him. Yeah. to the moon well right? they're
0: happy that he's out there now because they get to see, they just had a great show and they're like fucking great show and Mike's still coming out this yeah. is amazing yeah the you know? worst thing you could otherwise, do otherwise are sit- like fuck bring Mike out yeah yeah exactly I gotta get home and the then kids. the first
2: 10 minutes of his show is gonna be frustrating they're yeah. gonna be like oh, okay he's fuck those fucking people they ruined it for me but it's the opposite they're like fuck they're, they're getting a Mike, what Mike does is a based out concert they're getting a concert they're like right. what he's here yeah. holy I don't this and that." And it's just yeah. all you, you leave and you're like god damn I can't believe I only paid X amount for that fucking ticket this is crazy
0: yeah well that's how it should be done yeah
2: so, that's how it yeah. should be done that's yeah. how I see it too I want it when I like uh, little surprises you know and I started doing it even when they booked me in St. Leonard I did it with him I this guy's not a comic but I brought him on stage for one of the jokes because I talk about him in L.A. Remember the, the hooker story? Yeah, yeah, so I yeah. said, you know what? I never thought about this. Imagine if I bring this motherfucker. I just ask him. So I said, would you be cool if I bring you on stage tonight? He's like, well, what do you mean? And I go, just just come on. I'll ask you questions. Just answer. You yeah. know your story. You were there. Yeah. I'm going to ask you why you did this, why you did that, and just reply just so people can hear it from the horse's mouth. Yeah. He's like, I think. So then I, while I was on stage, I started telling the joke and I go, you guys think it would be weird if I brought him on stage and we just ask him? Do you guys want that? And then they started clapping, like, yeah, bring Post. I was like, all right, let's try it.
0: Yeah. That's and I, funny. he
2: walked out on stage. I sat him on the stool. I would ask him questions and he would answer. And it worked. Yeah. Cause coming from him, it made it funnier.
0: Of course. Yeah. If he's anything he says is you like, know, what the hell did like, you do that
2: for? Yeah. Why did you do this? Like, well, uh, I thought it was a free upgrade. Uh and this, you know, so all that stuff. It's just it makes it funnier. Right. Yeah. And then it's kind of like a prop. I used him and then uh and then he bounced after the joke. And it was like something extra. It's like, holy shit, this is I didn't expect that. Now, you did that in French? I did it in English. Okay. I've done done it once. Okay. Only once because everything shut down. But I was planning for him to be part of the shows. I was planning for English and French when I get to that story to bring him out. Yeah. So he can address it. And then, so that's my plan with him. And I have other little surprises that I want to throw in. But I like the idea of, oh, fuck, it feels grand. It feels like we're getting something extra. Yeah, it, you're adding something to the show. I th- yeah, I think about. I think comedians have.
0: That's what I like about French comedies because they. Th- I feel like they think out of the box a lot more of like the structure of what stand up should be and has to be. And it's not always bad to break the structure. Yeah, but in English, it's like everyone's like, "There's the sanctity of stand up. You cannot destroy." The way it is, but well, the goal is to be funny, to make people laugh. I know that's the thing. But like, even like with these zoom shows, like sometimes I'm like, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did like an actual, like, like a, a we made something that was for zoom zoom, like our video, you know, and then we add it into the show. So it kind of breaks up just a person in a room talking to a camera, makes it like an element of like more human. Right. Yeah. But people, are was like, well, no, we're doing a stand-up show. We're just doing a Zoom thing, and that's it. Just tell the jokes in here. I did it once where, like, I had a, a theater tape. Like, I have a, a tape from, like, a theater in good quality, and I I actually, like, sold it. Like, I, it was a Zoom show, but I was like, hey, I got this tape. It's. Do you want me to just stand in front of my wall and do these jokes, or I could give you like this tape that's from a theater show with a crowd, and they're laughing and everything. And play that. And play that. And they did, and it fucking did great. Everyone was like, that guy was good, man. It was like, it felt like a show. Yeah, it's like watching a special. Like, well, yeah, it's yeah. like watching a special. So at least you get to watch something. But some people, I I pitched that too. I was like, hey, I got this tape. You could just use that. And they're like, ah, no, we want it to be live. You know, it's in the moment. And I go, yeah, but just think outside the box, man. It's like. You could do, like, you can intro, you could do two minutes of whatever local jokes or something, and then cut to, it's, people are buying a production. They just want to watch something, as long as it's fucking entertaining. I mean, how is that less entertaining than just standing in a room with nobody and firing off lines, you know, with no one laughing, no crowd interaction, no feeling of anything? It's more awkward than anything. It's awkward, that's the thing, but I think we're so, like... Finding our way in this new world and like mending Zoom shows and stand up. Everyone's still trying to hold on to the sanctity of live stand up while doing it in front of a, you know, camera on a computer. Like, but
2: the sanctity has gone as it's gone uh, already. As soon as you so let's just rebuild something else because it fucking sucks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, the Zoom show. Well, I'm not sucks. even trying to upgrade Zoom shows, I don't think they should be a thing. I, I want this over. I want to go back to regular oh, life. 100%. So I'm not pushing my I, I, time investment in that. I
0: agree with you 100%. But again, it's like, well, it's already been two years. So you kind of have to like go, oh, well, maybe just try something in those two years. Hopefully it ends and we go back to the life. But if not, let's try something. Let's try something new. The Bitcoin of stand up. Let's try something new, guys. Let's are your, this out.
2: Are your shows that were uh, in New Brunswick? It was New Brunswick, right? Yeah. Are they canceled or postponed? So they're uh,
0: they're all they're they're canceled they're gonna be it's gonna be an online show so you could uh, I think I'll have it up on my website abdulbutt.com. you can check out uh, where the tickets are and then I it, it think there's three dates so they're still gonna do them like live shows but for each province I think they're gonna do one day it'll be in New Brunswick one day'll be PI the next day it'll be Nova Scotia and they'll be like, some local things that we'll kind of do to for each one because you're buying a ticket from whichever market you're in. Uh, but I think anyone could buy them wherever you are in the country. And where are you gonna do it? Uh, we're going to do it? We're going, I'm actually flying to New Brunswick for it in Moncton. Okay, we're going to do okay. it in Moncton. At so a all
2: of them are going to be done from that location? Yeah. In Moncton.
0: We're going to shoot them all. Yeah. It's uh, me, Ali Hassan, and Tim Nutt uh tim Nutt, i don't know but i know ali yeah i've never met tim Nutt and uh and candy Palmerer was supposed to be on the shows with us i don't know she, who that is either she passed away like i think uh i think on christmas day from what she just she was she i think she was not really super healthy but she wasn't she didn't have anything that anyone thought she was going to pass away from but she just died un- unexpectedly i don't even know i have no idea a heart but, attack I don't know. I don't even. I, it just. She just. She died, man. It was pretty crazy. Oh, like shit. I was looking forward to meeting her. I've never met her. I worked with. Uh, uh, she had. She had a TV show called The Candy Show, and I. I'm pretty sure the. I used to work with a road producer on 22 Minutes. Corey Gibson, amazing dude, very talented. He used to be the. I think he used to be the floor director for her as well for her show, and I remember him like always. Oh, she's great. You'd love her. I've Got to introduce you to her one day. I was totally looking forward to meeting her, man. So just that, like, she just died, like three weeks before we were all supposed to meet up and I was, it just all of everything about this new world is fucked up, right? Like yeah, everything just, just dropping changes. Dead. Yeah. it's Just like, okay. We went from like literally a month before I was like, Oh man, great. Good shows. We're going to have theater shows. We're going to meet someone new and then, Oh yeah, she's dead and the shows are all canceled. And you're like, what the fuck? Within three weeks, all of this just came down. It's crazy that we're living it's one of the again the fast forward button would be amazing. I just want to see how this ends. I just want to see how like everything pans out for everyone.
2: Everyone's fucking dying. Everyone's fucking do. You, and I, I've I've had the um, the chance to like catch up on people's lives that I had completely forgot. About. Do you remember Mike Bullard? Mm-hmm. Remember him. He had a, a late a night show, him, yeah. yeah, and it's actually a fun show. I know, like, I used can, to like the late night show. Yeah, I like that. A lot that of guy.
0: people, yeah, have uh, different opinions about him. I don't well, know. he I've disappeared for him.
2: a while. I had ne- I, and uh, like I didn't, and then I found <clears> out <throat> that they were calling him a rapist and this. And then he was like stalking a chick. Some news. Uh, yeah, I think generally. it was his ex
0: girlfriend or something that he. People said he stalked her or went to her house or something like.
2: And then I saw him in an interview recently. Online, they, he went on some guy's podcast. Okay. And you find out that the reason why they stopped talking to the media and stuff is because, like, a lot of what she was saying was all bullshit. Okay. And it was one of those, like, weird-ass toxic situations where someone's fucking crazy. Right. But it was ruining his career because everybody just saw the headline and whatever, and Hersh was trying to take him to court before there was any due diligence. Right. So he just came out looking like a fucking psychopath. Right. And then when, ev- when stuff was coming out, like, you know, investigators were that, oh, wait, no, actually, she's, she's kind of bullshitting here. This is some... Right. no one ever redacted or corrected uh, it was never like an article that came out and said oh we may have overreacted by calling this guy a rapist because really? it's the me too era wow so you just wanted to jump on that guy so i saw that and i was like jesus fucking christ i'm, I'm impressed that the guy didn't kill himself after all that shit yeah. yeah i sent him a message i told him if everybody's in town he's welcome to come on and talk about that stuff yeah uh, seemed receptive he was nice about it um but yeah i, I saw it and i was like fuck poor guy
0: yeah he's he was really i used to watch yeah i used to watch that show all the time when i, I was remember I used to yeah love it. i used to love it yeah yeah because it was cool it was like candidate had a talk show this is cool like and he had wrestlers had
2: on he was fucking he'd make yeah. fun of himself he'd fuck around yeah
0: yeah i, I actually just it's funny you said it, i just watched a clip like recently of him interviewing uh red green remember red green i remember red green yeah that was uh i feel like the older i get the more i keep turning into red green now like <laughs> It's just like, you <laughs> know, I started watching old episodes, man, of the Red Green Show. It's oh,
2: fucking fun. Where'd you, where'd you watch
0: it? On YouTube. The, They're all YouTube on YouTube. Bill. Yeah. It's actually really fun to just like... I miss that comedy, like that old school Canadian comedy where it was still funny. There's still edgy jokes. There's still like jokes where like nowadays people are like, well, you can't do that joke about his wife. That's not, that's sexist, you know? But it's like, it's so fucking real, you know? Like anyone who's in a relationship has that same experience. Yeah, Yeah, you know, it's like, I can't wait for us to like, hopefully we get past this bullshit where we start to realize like, oh yeah, you could... Just say stuff, you know, like just joke around. It exists. You're allowed to joke about things, you know. I don't know. We're just living in a weird time, but it's, it feels like it's kind of like evening itself out now. It's not, we're not like as crazy as we once were. Is Red Green still around? He's still, I think he's still, yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, he's still around. Not doing any shows or anything like that. I don't think so, but he was doing shows in the States. Like he has a, yeah, Red,
2: the Red he's Green show apparently pretty was popular
0: huge. in, yeah, in, in the US in, like smaller areas, like uh, I guess the Midwest and stuff. He was
2: probably very popular. Whoever they use duct tape, man, this guy, yeah. was, he was fucking killing it. Yeah, he was good. I remember growing up and having him on TV, like, if I'd be homesick, Right. There was the Red Green show on. Uh, Mike Buller. I remember that night, because I think I was in, ho- uh, uh, in uh, high school. I was going to say Hollywood. I think I was in high school. It was either end of my Yeah, Mike Bullard elementary. was probably where in high
0: school. Yeah, yeah, in the
2: 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, ninety end of... Uh, i say that
0: because I remember the Tom Green show, you know, around that. Like, Tom Green show was earlier, but his when his MTV show was around... And then Tom then, Green went online. Ed the Sock. Ed the Sock, I remember. Ed the Sock was good, too. Yeah, yeah, there was some pretty cool... Like, Canada had some fun, cool shit. Like, there was good comedy. It sucks that we're kind of like... It's not that we're, there's no good comedy. It's just that they're f- trying to fit this narrative all the time. Here's one I thought for you the, the you probably... Drag, man. Like, drag. Have you seen any of these drag shows lately? These drag, like, uh, Drag Race Canada. Dr-
2: there's so many... I know that like, they're around, but I don't watch that dude, shit. There's it's not so for, it's, many drag yeah, shows. Yeah, it's not for me. But it's like... I don't care. I... Do you... I don't know...
0: I don't know people... Like, do you know that many people in drag? I don't know that many... Is on the that French that side, many shows? On the
2: French side, there's a lot of drag. So on the French side, I'm exposed to a lot of drag queens. There's a lot of
0: drag queens on the French side?
2: Yeah, on the French side, okay. there's a lot of drag queens. So I... It's part of, like my artistic community I know it's there but the drag shows I don't watch not because they're drag queens but because I don't watch any of that stuff the only reality show that hit my radar is because my wife was watching and I could hear it and then I got invested was the 90 Day Fiance stuff and I was making fun of them But I don't watch, I don't like the reality shows. I don't like anything. I don't like drag reality. I don't like Jersey Shore. I don't like anything. I'm not a big fan of the reality either. But I
0: I just, it makes me wonder if like drag, because you know, like now, like you do blackface or if you did, if you do an accent, right? Oh,
2: like in the future, if they go, I can't believe people pretended to be women or, yeah. Yeah, you know, because
0: there's a lot of straight people that do drag. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering, like, is that, like, is that going to be cultural appropriation at one point? Like, are they going to go, you were straight and you were dressing like you were. Cultural
2: appropriation is a dumb thing the way we use it now. It's, it's all also like so dumb. It's man. also dumb. If we apply the same rules, yeah. drag, especially from straight, is 100% cultural appropriation. Yeah. You're appropriating the culture of women. You're 100%. But I don't think that we should apply it because I think it's completely dumb across the board. Yeah. I don't think uh, you talking or eating souvlaki is appropriating my culture? It's completely right. insane. But I wonder if that's
0: like it would be hilarious if all these like super progressive people who like did drag—that's what's gonna happen. They're and all gonna they eat each like other. trying to take everyone else down, and then yeah. they all start losing their jobs because
2: that's <laughs> what happens. That's the natural cycle of this, dude. it's Cultural. If if we wanted to be dicks, then me and all other Greeks would be like, yeah, you guys have to find another form of government. You can yeah. just use democracy. Yeah, right. You can just appropriate my culture. Yeah. Find your own thing. Like, it would be absurd. Yeah. It, and it, all of this is crazy. Yeah. All of this is crazy. Just uh, oh, you wore that sweater. Oh, you have dreadlocks, oh, you have this. What are you talking about? Yeah, the
0: dread thing is a big thing. Remember, like everyone used to go on vacations and come back with dreads yeah. or whatever? Now it's like, well, what do you do and you can't yeah. do that? That's cultural. All these poor like people that used to like braid your hair on yeah. the beach for money they're all broke now yeah, it's they're like so "Would well, you want me to braid your hair and like no i don't want to lose my fucking job what are you crazy get <laughs> out of here you asshole <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to ruin my life and they're just like oh i just need some money <laughs> it's so crazy yeah it's a weird uh the uh, world is weird i didn't want to say people are dying it's pretty crazy i don't know what the fuck's going on all these people that are just dropping dead comedians Yeah, there's Pop's a lot of like louis
2: anderson yesterday
0: well, just even in Canada, like all the fucking, you know, Norm Macdonald, fucking Andrew Albert. Uh, uh, Andrew Albert was a, I was very surprised. I was fucking shocked, man. I couldn't believe it. I like, thought it was fake at first. Yeah. I couldn't believe it either. I saw someone post, I think it was Mike Patterson was the first person I saw post it. And I just opened Facebook. I was like, no, this isn't, no.
2: Yeah. You think it's fake? No, no, it's impossible. Yeah. I had just seen him not even that long ago, like within months of uh, of yeah. that. It was, so it was very weird. Ah. Uh, and then Matt Billen. I don't know if you know, you ever meet Matt Billen? No
0: man this he was a great guy man very uh he unfortunately uh, killed himself, which uh, oh uh,
2: I know who you're talking about. I never met him. I yeah. only know because of the story
0: yeah Matt Billen man yeah, very uh super nice guy. you I heard meet he- him in l a at the comedy store? I don't think so. He was a door guy at the comedy store when you guys. Oh,
2: were there. I may have met him, but I didn't I think you. Yeah, I maybe, think we spoke to him, but I didn't. Oh, okay. Fuck, now I feel like an asshole. Oh, he was a he was man. He was
0: like, uh, I mean, when oh, I got to L.A., fuck. the thing is L.A. sucks, right? Everyone's a fucking asshole at first, or everyone's trying to make it, so they all like, you know, they're not they're not friendly as friendly. Yeah, he was a fucking nice guy, like super nice, super friendly. I never even asked him. He was like the first time I, uh, you know, I bumped into him. He was like, dude, you got to fucking, I'll get you up, man. I'll get you up. I'll get you a spot, you know, super fucking. And man, there was the the time that somebody almost killed everyone at the comedy store with his car. This kid was high on drugs and he just, he came flying into the parking lot in like a Nissan Z. He was like a rich kid. Uh, he was there like the weekend before and we were all hanging out and he was just like a rich kid, just buying everyone drinks. And everyone was like, who's this fucking kid? And then Billen told me, he's like, come do the Monday, man. I'll get you up at the store. And so I showed up, and this kid fucking out of nowhere, I was in the back corner by the comedy store sign, and he fucking just, all he was like tires screeching. And there was was like comics lined up all in front because Mondays are just all packed. They were all lined up. Everyone was outside. And he just came barreling into the parking lot, like tires screeching flying right through and he just rolled right in and smashed into the back wall he was high on i don't even know what man and matt billen without even skipping a beat dude the car just came through the the side like you know the comedy store on the side there's the the driveway that goes to the back i was standing right there and then on
2: the other side of it is where that hotel is right so
0: the car came right into the parking lot with it before the car even hit like the car just hit the wall and billen comes flying like bolting after the car and, like, I couldn't believe my eyes, like, what I'm seeing because, like, things like this in L.A. happen. It just happens in, like, a flash of a second. You're like, holy crap. So he smashes into the wall. and comes bolting and just jumps in because the kid was going to – he was trying to put the car in reverse because he smashed into the back retaining wall, and he was high. Like, he didn't know what he was doing. Billin jumped in, grabbed him, and pulled the kid right out of the car and was like, you fucking almost killed people. He dragged him out of the car. And nobody credits that, but he probably saved lives because if that guy had reversed, if he were reversed, he would have smashed into tons of people and he would, who knows what he would have done and damage he would have done, you know, like at the comedy store, he could have destroyed the whole place with a car, you know, so it was Bill and just dragged him out of the car, totally neutralized the whole situation, punched him. <laughs> and then everybody just like kind of broke it up. The bouncers all ran and grabbed uh grabbed them and like separated, them, but they held the kid because the kid was gonna was trying to run, and they held him until the cops came. But Bill and like totally saved it like ballsy, like that guy was so nice and never thought of anybody like but never if- thought about himself, never thought about himself, thought about everyone else. never thought about anyone like you know any anything happening to him. Which it's sad that, you know, like he took his own life. I don't... Do we know why or... I think he was like, I, I, I think it was, uh, I think it was Brian O'Gorman or someone wrote a thing on Facebook that I saw that was pretty, you know, he was just frustrated with the industry. He was frustrated with, I think there was a big thing again at, uh, in, in New Brunswick at the uh, Hubcap Comedy Festival. Okay. He, he came, fuck dude. I remember that too. Cause I was in LA at the same time. We were both... In LA, I came down. I was in New Brunswick. He was coming in later, and there was a snowstorm. He spent like I think he spent 24 hours at the airport in Montreal because every flight was getting canceled. He couldn't get out. He showed up an hour before the show, and just and he was living in a in the airport for over 24 hours. He gets there, he goes to his hotel. I don't even think he showered. Just dropped his stuff and ran straight to the show. Goes up on stage does his bit does this whole bit on on trans sports uh-huh. and it was fucking hilarious i was watching it from the back of the room because i had to run to another show and i just i knew he came late and i was like i gotta, let me watch him so i watched him do this joke and it was fucking hilarious i don't remember the whole joke but i know it was along the lines something with like there was a huge stat of like how many uh, uh, men are, you know, trans women are, are now getting into women's sports, right? So now it's men transitioning to women. They're in women's sports. Yeah. So he goes, a lot of people don't like it because it's unfair uh, or they think it's an unfair advantage. But he goes, I like it because that means women's sports are going to be watchable in a few years. Yeah,
2: that's funny.
1: Which
0: is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then I left and I had a show and I did a show and then I go on my phone and like an hour later and i just see facebook exploding and everyone's like fuck you matt billen you're transphobic oh you're my fucking. god so what happened was shanti who i don't know if you remember shanti oh, the was rapist trans, trans comic who in the end eventually was found to like bully and sexually abuse sexually harass yeah. people or some shit like other idea. other uh, women or whatever she would date i don't know what the fucking terminology is <laughs> but Fucking, yeah, just just went off on him and like left him a note on his shit, wrote something like uh, I don't know, it was like just wrote this whole note like fuck you, you're transphobic and all this shit, and left it there, took a picture and posted it on Facebook and was like, Fuck this guy making transphobic jokes and What's all this transphobic shit, about Dude, I nobody nobody fucking knew. And I think that bothered him a lot because I mean, yes, of course it did, man. Dude, the guy was in a fucking, living in an airport, went from like thinking, hey, I just fucking, let me just come up here, do my jokes, I'm going to go relax. And then just all of Facebook, all these comedians just started trying to take him down. The open mics, Dude, he was distraught. Like I saw him the next day. And he really wanted to do the podcast at the time I was doing a podcast with Mike Patterson and I had all my gear and we were, we were recording some episodes and he was like, dude, just let me have, he's like, have us both on, like, let us talk it out. Like, I don't know why she hates me. Like, let us talk it out. Like, there's no reason for her to hate me. And I was like, listen, man, I was, I, I regret not doing it. But at the time it was so fucking shaky that I was like, listen, dude, just don't fucking give it any attention. It's all bullshit. Like they're just, they, they love the attention. And And the festivals, like not Moncton, because I got to give them credit. They fucking kept it super neutral. They even rebooked Bill and on a different show because I think he was on another show with Shanty. They rebooked. They kept them separate. They respected everybody. They didn't fucking do anything that was like, oh, Bill and you're out of here. you ruined, you know. So they were pretty neutral and they were great about all of it, but. There are festivals and bookers and stuff that favor that bullshit. I don't know if they still do, but at that time they were favoring like anyone that whines about my feelings were hurt or nobody respected me or, you know, any of that shit. So it, I felt like Bill and just got pummeled and felt scared about it. And I was like, listen, dude, just what scene is this? This Toronto scene, Toronto. Yeah. So he was just like, yeah, he kind of felt fucking bad about it, and he really wanted to talk it out and, like, show that he wasn't an, And he's not. He's the sweetest. He's the fucking nicest dude. Uh, but it just felt like, listen, man, we shouldn't give it more attention than it's already getting. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. I know you. I know you're not a hateful person. We but all he know he didn't you. have
2: an out. You know what the problem is? He didn't have an outlet. It would have been good for him to do any podcast. Just to so get that it. So people who don't know... Can- But those people
0: at that time, man, it's I don't know if it's still kind of, but I think people are kind of over the bullshit of the hype of it all. But at that time, it's like you couldn't you couldn't show people like the more you try to show them, like, no, he's actually a good guy. Like, yeah, right. He's homophobic. It's just because you're his buddy. You know, like they don't think like, no, I know this guy. He's the sweetest person ever. Uh, They don't think like that. So I, and, and I, I think in the post, yeah, Brian O'Gorman wrote something about, he didn't end up getting, he was supposed to do, I think it was just for laughs because he won, I think he won top comic, serious XM top comic or something. He was supposed to do a, whatever it was. He was supposed to get a festival spot for that, but because everything that went down, he never got his spot. Uh So he just felt like the industry fucking hated him. Then when COVID hit and you're trying to book shit and there's nothing going on, I mean, I don't know what at the end was his ultimate thing, but from what Brian wrote, that was a big part that really bothered him for a long time. And to know that I was there and I saw it all and I know this guy, it fucking hurt to see that because you're like, this guy's a fucking, I can't believe that hurt. Like it shouldn't have bothered him, but he was that nice of a guy that it fucking bothered him that much. So if that is the... A fucking story it's pretty yeah it's pretty sad because uh yeah he was a good dude he's definitely a good guy one of the good ones that fucking uh you know had to put up with a lot of bullshit and uh didn't deserve it he deserved like success he was a really funny comic
2: and yeah. the, all that abuse online fucked with him
0: it fucked with him yeah it definitely and i could see how it could fuck with him because uh now bookers were just like they take that side because they're scared They take the side of like, just don't, we don't, whatever's getting taken down. We don't want, we don't want to be against it, you know? So we, we got to just like be neutral, like try and try and, you know, they're not neutral. It's yeah, they're not neutral. They're favoring the others. Now they're, they're kind of going, okay, well we can't just keep babying shit, you know? But it was a wild I'm surprised he lost the, the festival
2: losing the festival spot. That's that's I don't know what happened. I don't know if it had anything. Festival.
0: I don't know if it had anything to do with it or not. I don't I don't know, but that's what I that's what uh was written about it all, and it kind of makes a little bit of sense and it sucks. You know, like I, I just hope that moving forward we kind of like understand that jokes are jokes and people are fucking trying to make people laugh. That's the ultimate goal. And there are people that make people laugh in one way and there are people that make people laugh in other ways. It doesn't mean one's better than the other. It's just literally respect all of them and let them all live in their own spaces. Yeah. You know, like the festival, like Moncton, like Hubcap did. They just separated them. They go, well, listen, clearly they're not two comics that should be on the same show, but they're both
2: funny. Let's put them on, well. Are they both <laughs> they, funny? Yeah, well, they're I've never seen the, the 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 one that they were saying was sexual harassment. People were abusing people, whatever the fuck. I've never seen, like, I've only seen videos of people talking shit about I, her. Yeah, it just... It, it, Abba, Abba and Preach had released a video of uh, of call, in the beginning of calling her out. Well, and, I think, didn't they do that video was about that?
0: Was about that whole incident, if I'm not mistaken. Or no. No, no.
2: They did it about
0: her abusing people.
2: After. Yeah, I didn't know until you just told me about this. Yeah. I, I, I thought that the guy had went through something because I saw, I think it was Matt Hughes. Okay. Said something about the Toronto scene being toxic and they bullied him on. And, and then I didn't give him much talk because I didn't know the content. I didn't know these people. First of all, I didn't even realize that he was the door guy. At the, I didn't realize that I probably saw him at the, at the store. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Um, but now that you're telling me this, it's because it's stuff I've brought up to him too. We've talked about you know, we have thick skin. We could take, we don't care. Like we fight sometimes when a con- you know, some comics Ye- that had yeah. said similar stuff about, uh, about us like online and we just ridiculed them and fought. like I don't care. Yeah. But that's not everyone. Yeah. And I think part of the reason why I don't care, not just the way we're built, but also cause I have an outlet. I right. could explain myself. Right. If there's misinformation, I right. could talk about it and address it. But if the guy has no outlet and the only, the only scenario coming out is of him being uh, transphobic, homophobic, racist, murder, whatever. And he can't defend himself you feel naked, you, yeah. you feel unarmed. Yeah. That's, that's a shitty feeling. That's a scary, and, scary and thing.
0: Yeah. And then the way you don't know where to navigate it too, because like everywhere, who do I tell? No one yeah. even wants
2: to give me a platform that's to it. address it. So the only thing coming out, yeah, it, it, the narrative coming out is that I'm X thing. And if I had a chance to explain myself, yeah, maybe it wouldn't be that way.
0: Yeah. It's a weird business, man. Where like, you can, where that could happen where you're, you're funny. You deserve work, but you don't get it because they're just scared yeah they're just scared i mean it's happened to me it's happened to him it's it's, happened to all of us it's happened to everyone now like a lot of the comics that are just and at the end of the day it'll all fucking just smooth out and keep going and everyone will just you'll find your own it sucks to go through it it sucks that we have to do that like we can't it feels like now it's not as 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 it once was but i mean like i said we all could be in the same fucking business you all have your own platforms or your own crowds and that's it like why are people trying to take other people down? Clearly doesn't work well. I mean, we ended up with a dead guy who is fucking talented and funny and great, and we ended up with somebody who's not funny who ended up fucking abusing people and doing a bunch of shit. Still around. they got festival spots and jobs and work, and the nice guy who is funny fucking got nothing. That's, that's where it's got to even out, and you got to go, listen, they're both equally in their own respectable ways doing whatever it is that they're doing in this business
2: well just one of them was sexual live. abuse so i don't know about that yeah, one. But... yeah yeah,
0: yeah. That, that, yeah bad example but yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> but no i think it's yeah it's just a it's just a fucked up way of uh this business sometimes is is weird you need thick skin yeah. you gotta let it go sometimes like things don't go your way uh fucking just let it keep plugging man because it, it'll it'll iron like it'll smooth itself out but sometimes it takes a fucking long time it's if you can get through it
2: yeah Sorry to bring everyone down. Well, look, before we go, though, I want people to know <laughs> that they could find you online. All your links, Abdul, are in the description. Sometimes awesome. you forget to just click on the link. It's so easy. Abdul's on Twitter. Abdul's on Instagram. Abdul's on YouTube. Yeah, Find him. There's also a website, abdulbutt.com. Yeah, Link also in the description. He might be in a town near you when things open up or you can catch one of his Zoom shows if you are unlucky enough to live in New Brunswick.
0: <laughs> yeah, and just go, yeah, my website and my YouTube channel. I'm doing stuff every week.
2: Uh, you know what you should have been doing every week? Well, we used to do Saturdays, play hockey. I'm just sitting here getting fat every Saturday. I know,
0: I know, man. What are we gonna do? And it's too cold to play outside, oh, and the freezing. the,
2: uh, the uh, establishments are closed. The god, that the man is stopping me from losing weight. Abdul, thanks, bro. Yeah, thanks.